shit. Are you gonna fucking edit in fucking like my singing uh, the theme, the uh, previous versions of the theme song? If I... uh, usually I do. <laughs> we need a remix then. Yeah, we need like you know, his he's got family who works in music. You know, we need we need go. Yeah, make it happen. Come on, Eric, <laughs> use your resources, buddy. Man. <laughs> Get we need go Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get him on the podcast. We should. We yeah, should. You know, well, get him to pull out a ukulele. You know. Oh, the uke. Yeah, and do a little like you know. Oh, yep. <laughs> we're live now. You know. <laughs> hey. Now you know we're live. It is. This is Robot and the Bear episode number thirty-seven. No, it's not thirty-six. <laughs> I think it's thirty-six. Okay, episode yeah. number thirty-six. Um, and tonight we have Miss Candy Bolton. Hello. Mm, you know, uh, she is an artist, painter, like in the traditional sense, and she, but she's also probably better known for her um, designer art toy stuff and uh, art toys and collectibles. Yes. Collectibles. Collectibles. I, I like art collectibles. It's kind of like it's a little bit more of a wider umbrella than yeah, like art true. toys, you know. So, but. Before we fucking go go d- deep dive on Candy Bolton, how's it going, Eric? I'm good, man. <laughs> Very good. I'm just trying to change the picture on the um, YouTube page so it reflects us. Yes. It reflects us three because I think uh, it's an old photo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. But um, shall, shall I start with... Uh, with the old five zero. All right. Are we ready for the top fives? Yeah. Do you have a top five ready, Candy? Not really. Oh, yeah, you do. Okay. <laughs> uh, Luke Chu time. Just going to uh, wing it. All right. Yeah, we didn't have enough time to do one like last week because we were on the fucking clock with Netflix land in, in Netflix land. Yeah. I, I think that's okay, though. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, because we knew that it would take 40 minutes for the top five, and then uh, we only had one hour total. So Right. Right. It's okay. That was your shortest podcast ever, right? It's usually pretty long. It usually goes about two hours, but that one, like, you know, we had, like, literally a window of one hour in this, like, meeting, you know, this room. Yeah. And as we were, like, you know, kind of, like, going, we started seeing people piling up, you know, around the doors. And we're like, (laughs) fuck, we got to get out of here. So... No so, pressure here this time. No pressure. It's all chill. It's it's like it's it's classic robot in the bear action. Anyways, um, what, number, is, what is that? Classic robot in the bear action. You know, it means that like we can just go until we're fucking done. Right. <laughs> you know. So, uh, for me, top five. I'll start with Complex Con. I went. I went. I I was. You know. I my, I think I kind of. You know. Envision something completely different, like just you know nothing but like supreme fuckboys all over the place. There were a few of those. Yeah, but like it was a little bit more like just kind of chill, you know, for me. Like you, I heard, I heard that you went. Like, yeah, I went on the first day just for a little bit. Was it like packed? Uh, yeah, it was pretty packed. Um, lots of lines, and mm. it was hard to buy anything. Right. Right. I went on the last day, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like what I would expect for like a convention, like you know, just 
it was chill. You know, I walked around, like, you know, took a, a picture in front of the Murakami Godzilla painting. Oh, you yeah, know. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, was, it was a nice painting. And saw Murakami walking around with all these people chasing after him. And, mm. you know, and... Um, was he wearing a costume? Of course. Yeah. He was doing his classic, you know... Oh, the pose with the yeah. foot up? One foot up pose. I think so. Yeah. Like, foot up, yeah. hand, uh, opposite hand, like, you know... Yeah, up. what does that mean? Is it, it means, like, it looks he's, like, on, it means it, he's on the fucking go, Yeah, man. it's like you're in action, It's right? expressive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I wonder I wonder who came up with he, that one. He penetrates space. <laughs> 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 so, like, you know, um, the thing I think I walked away from with... Um, or what I was most impressed by was their food selection. Food. The food selection at the um, uh, First We Feast Lagoon uh, had like, they had like Tacos 1986. They had. Um, What's hoi- that? Tacos 1986. It's kind of like one of the hotter like uh, taco spots uh, now. It's in okay. downtown. They have a space in downtown. Wow. They do like. Northern style tacos, where it's like they have this big, beautiful slab of avocado over everything. So wait, northern style, northern where? Northern like border style. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like northern, northern Mex- California or something. Like northern like Mexico style. Oh, awesome. Um, you know tacos, and they do. Why nineteen eighty six? I have no okay. idea. Maybe he was born in nineteen eighty six. I wonder if this is like the new full, you know, full three thousand, full ninety nine, full whatever. Yeah. Tacos nineteen eighty six. You know. I don't. I, I have no idea. I, I like. Yeah. I. I just yeah. kind of discovered him on uh, like like one of those like food like food insider or eater fucking videos, and like I stopped by the downtown location and loved it. And cool. Then, awesome. And they had a booth there, and the prices were not being. They were not gouging. So us. what else? What other food was there that uh, was? Uh, they had like a katsu sandwich place. And, Meh. Is it good? Oh, uh, you didn't eat that. I didn't all. eat it. Yeah, I mean uh, that's cool and all, but no. They had a guisado. Guisados was there, and then awesome. the thing that really kind of like took me aback was they had what's the name of that fried chicken place in Chinatown that like you have to wait forty five minutes. Howland Rays. They had a Howland Rays there, so you know. Um, but like it was associated with the Hot Ones show, and I I do not eat. You food. mean just the sauce? Is that the sauce thing? Uh, no, like uh, you know the show Hot Ones. No, is that the that's not the one where the, you try the chicken thing with one drop of sauce on it? And yeah, the, yeah, the, the last dab, but yeah, right, that. yeah, that, the interview okay. show. Yeah, yeah. So they, the, it was like hot, it was like Helen Ray's in association with Hot Ones. I see. And like, and I think an ice cream place. Wow. You know, and I was like, and they had a shit ton more. Like they had like a fucking lobster roll play thing, you know, truck and all those other. So things. what did you eat at? I ate at Taco Sakis. Oh, okay. Because I like, you know was in the mood for tacos awesome so um yeah i did that and um i don't know like uh i basically had like a, a four pack of tickets for like 76 dollars for the last day so like you get four band wristbands and you know you so go. four people can go yeah for less than 20 dollars each oh wow yeah and which i think is worth awesome okay um my number two is Chill hop study breaks. <laughs> you know, um, wait, that's the YouTube video still. Uh, that's the uh, that last time one? I talked about synth um, synth wave. This time I'm talking about like you know kind of chilled out like. But that's the one with the girl like kind of like studying studying with the, you know. or the raccoon girl like on the bed with the laptop. Right. So I, I think I saw. Did you? Was there a someone made a meme like she's been studying for years and still can't pass a test or something? I don't know. Uh, you know, like she's but, still studying. I've been I've been back at work yeah. lately, and that has been on my like one, you know, like when I'm you know finally done like playing with my devices, 
you know, I put it on. Right on. I'm able to, like, you know, focus on the work, and it's all good. And the channels I recommend are the Chilled Cow channel and the Chill Hop Music channel. Yeah, I use them too. It's like usually I have my computer in front of me, so I'll be searching on YouTube for random videos. I'll watch this podcast while I'm like working or Netflix or Hulu. But like you kind of have to actively watch those things. So that's really bad if you're painting. Yes. So when I put on the like chill beats to study to, it's like, okay, you're going to just sit down and do your work and get it done. Right. Exactly. Because you know that that raccoon is not leaving the bed (laughs) and you know that girl is not leaving the desk. Yes. So like, you know, I'm, 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 yeah, I've been a big fan of like, you know, the, the YouTube music stuff. And I'm wondering whether or not, It'll get to a point where I let go of Spotify and just go for the free YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube Premium, you know, Mm -hmm. just because, like, they cost the same. And, like, just to be able to watch, like, stuff without ads. Like, because I I have, like, bookmarked all these, like, mixes uh, or compilations of mixes, you know, and there's, like, a ton of ads, like, interspersed throughout, which always just kills the flow. Yep. You know, so and the ads sometimes are um, on purpose. They sound annoying. Mm-hmm. Like the Spotify ad used to be the most annoying ad ever. Oh. I, you know, it's it's different now that that ad. But there was another ad that was so annoying that I was like, "Fuck, God, I'm paying." How mm-hmm. much is Spotify? I think it's ten bucks. It's about ten bucks. Yeah, I do. I just subscribe to Apple Music, mm-hmm. and I think it's ten dollars a month too. But there's absolutely no ads, and they have a really good selection of music. I right. listen to like a lot of Korean and Japanese music, and they mm-hmm. tend to have a lot of those artists on there. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean. I guess it dep- like I have never dived into the Apple Music catalog, but mm-hmm. I kind of figured that Spotify being would you know I don't know be open to more indie kind of stuff as opposed to mm. Apple. I, I I don't know. I'm not really sure. My my taste in music is kind of esoteric, so like um, I don't know. I think you'd be surprised by the catalog that's on Apple Music. Mm. I mean, like if it could like if it like was the equivalent of like a Spotify plus a SoundCloud, then I would definitely be all over the Apple Music. It might very well be, but I don't have either of those, so I can't confirm that. <laughs> well, SoundCloud is kind of like the indie music producer kind of... What about like, Bandcamp? Mm-hmm. Oh, and Bandcamp. Do yeah, need, so that's a lot, right? Yeah. If, I, if, if Apple <laughs> could do all three in one like place, I'm sold. I wonder if that'll eventually... There'll be some consolidation company that does it, you know, like... like mm getting uh apple tv and it has all these things in it mm-hmm. so you can kind of get different things mm. so it'd be like cheaper but you can get like all of them maybe. right right, right. I kind don't of know. like how hulu has that deal with yeah like that's what HBO i'm saying and some stuff shit like that. like that you know yeah. where you, you get bummed out that you have it for ten dollars just for one but then you find out i could have got them all for ten dollars if i right. used hulu or whatever mm. anyway those are ideas. Somebody out there make a billion dollars. Come on. And make it happen. Give me Save free, us some money. And give me a free subscription. <laughs> but you can keep the billion dollars. It's all yours. I'll, 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 I'll be happy with the percentage of that. Okay. So uh, my number three is white power Asians. Whoa. Yeah. What's like, that? Okay. What is that? <laughs> so I found this article. Uh, the headline is Asian white supremacist 
Hank Yu arrested in Texas by federal agents. Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yeah. heard of this. Okay, yeah. So it, he's kind of, like, you just need to look at, I think the photo itself kind of like, you know, explain, explains <laughs> everything. It's a Chinese guy, you know, and for some reason he conf- considers himself a confederalist, uh, which is, of course, you know, the southern side. He's from Texas. He's got photos of himself, you know, like, Hanging with like posing with like Nazis, uh, Nazi like yep. and white power uh, stuff, and um, you know, yeah, I, uh, he was uh, got arrested by the ATF, and for, for what? Um, I believe it has something to do with you know douchebaggery, weapon charges. Oh, weapons! Yeah, wow. Weapons. You know, so is he one of those um. Uh, Incels? Is he an incel uh, guy? He might very well be. Because I mean, I mean, he's not like you know a terrible looking human being. Yeah, but it's not but what like, you look like. Sometimes it's what you act like. True. You true. know, like do you think he's in Texas? He's a white supremacist. Do you think the white ladies like him? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think the white supremacist like you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of confused people in this world, Eric. So you think there's a okay? Maybe, maybe because I'm saying all those like maybe pro Nazi white women. Yeah. I don't think they like him. No, no, yeah. no. They, they, they would. <laughs> like, not. I don't think. I don't think he's going to get a freebie of any sort. Right. Or, a, or a, what's the other one? Uh, sympathy, sympathy a, thing. A sympathy yeah. fuck. Yeah, he's yeah. not getting one of those. He's not getting that. He's not getting any of these things. So, uh, gun gun charges sound about right. Well, so yeah. you know, like I when I po- I reposted this on my Facebook and I wrote a joke and that is now we know why the alt right love Andrew Yang hashtag Yang Gang. And um, it's kind of like it, there's this weird blurring of like, you know, the the Asian Caucasian kind of thing that like I don't like I don't like at all because wait, I, don't know, I wait, fucking wait, what like, are you talking about? Like, you know, Asian <laughs> yeah. people being more accepted by like, you know, like white groups and like Asian people kind of like wanting to like fit themselves in as white people oh, or wow. something like that, you know, and I'm just not a fan of it because I grew up my entire life being called a fucking chink or a gook or a zipper head or a slope or whatever fucking you're, Asian and, slang. And, and guess what? You're all of those things. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and more. And more. And more. Yeah, yeah, and more. And, more, and you yeah. know what? Like, you know, don't fucking like let it go now, man. Yeah, stay in your lane, buddy. <laughs> you know, fucking hold on to your fucking derogatory statements and use them, you know, to fucking put me down. So, you know, yeah, I am not your fucking like I I, I am not a distant white person. So, damn. You know, <laughs> um, my number four. Epps is Epstein did not kill himself. Oh, that's, <laughs> what, what's going on with that? Like, what's the update? Like, wh- where have you seen this? All over social media. Yeah, yeah, but like photos of what? Random shit. Okay, random weird stuff. Because it was the Christmas stocking ones, right? Um, uh, there's the Christmas stocking. Yeah. There's the there's the Starbucks like alpha, alphabetical uh, Christmas stockings. I saw that. That yeah. were like says S A I F S. Dude, yeah. it is like all over my feed. Like here is the uh, Dos Equis one. I don't always kill myself. Oh. 
but when I do, I didn't. <laughs> but, uh, did you see the one that was, a, I guess it was fake, obviously. It was the In-N-Out Burger Cup. Oh, yeah, I think uh, Scott Tolson made that one. He made that? <laughs> I think he, he did, did not. not. Well, uh, no, I saw... That, like, one's, that one's, I don't, maybe, if he did, that's amazing. I, I, you know, well, I think uh, that's traveled the world now. Uh, maybe, or, yeah. I don't know. I got it off of Scott Tolson's, like, feed. Oh, okay. So, like, you know... Um, I have a feeling, yeah. maybe, maybe not, yeah. maybe, maybe so. Well, you know, we were, I was looking, because I was, like, his, like, I follow him, we're buddies. And, Epstein like, or... No, um, Scott Tolson. Yeah, okay. And, like, he was reposting the shit out of all these fucking Epstein's, Epstein wow. didn't kill himself um, memes. And I just, like, soon, like, after, like, looking at, like, 12 of them, I just, everywhere I looked, I tried, it was, like, me trying to figure out a way of, like, inserting the Epstein didn't kill himself meme somewhere somewhere in there. yeah and like I, I someone posted an image of you know the of bart simpson like you know writing on the chalkboard you know like i didn't do something or another mm-hmm. and now and i just messaged you know scott like dude you should like you know have, make him write like epstein didn't kill himself you know and like once i like took that little like i put my pinky toe in the fucking in the pool of of that meme it was over. Wow. Like, now I'm like obsessed with it. Wow. You know, I really kind mm. of like, it's, it's weird because it's not like no one's talking about it on the news. Well, people are saying it on the news. Are well, they? Yeah. Yeah. I see a guy gets interviewed and he's like, yeah, this, this, and this. And he goes, I've seen it in Combs. Like right at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then, oh, I saw that. I saw right? that on yeah, Fox. I yeah. Yeah. Saw yeah. That too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, and I, that was crazy. He was like talking about his dog. His dog. Yeah. Is that what it was? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. But he was so like happy to squeeze that in like in one breath, you know? Yeah. yeah. I would proud, too. He was proud of himself. And I applaud him for yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Cool. Good yeah. job, fucking dog dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I think it had something to do with the new Texas law about like, you know, like, you know, they used to euthanize police dogs after they uh-huh. served their term, you know? And, you know, now that... They they made a law so people can be able to adopt them, and then like as he was talking about like being able to like let these dogs wow. live on, he threw that in, and I was just like, yeah, nice. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Yeah, I fucking oh, I, I, for some reason that meme is just fucking. Is, Wait, what took that? so long? Like this meme should have happened like a month ago, or two months ago, or whatever. What what took so long? What started the meme thing? That's what I want to know. Okay, because those Christmas stockings were the first thing I saw. Mm. I don't know. Did you notice it anywhere else before that? I think That's where that I was the it. first time I saw it, too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It was even yeah. on uh, that fucking... Um, it was on a night... Like, a, a night um, whatchamacallit? Um, Jimmy Kimmel show type not, of thing? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, like, yeah. Or Seth... What's his name? Um you know, Seth, uh, I don't know. He was an Myers. SNL guy. Seth Meyers one where oh. like, he was talking about like fucking, you know, these four new fucking holiday Saturday, uh, Starbucks cups and, you know, you could put them together to say things and oh wow, the, the Epstein didn't kill himself. Wow. You no know, fucking thing. And, and like, that's when it got like, I think the first time I noticed it in like mass media like that, wow. but like it, it's been, I, th- I feel like it's been going on for about a, at least a, I, I suddenly like noticed it like, a week or two. Oh, ago. really? Yeah. Oh, I just noticed it like three days ago or something, or maybe well, four like, days ago. As soon as it happened, everyone was like, there's no way he actually did kill himself. Yeah, right. But yeah. this is like just now becoming a meme. Yeah, now. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just weird how it, yeah, I didn't, the meme thing I just noticed like two, four days ago at the most. 
I wonder if I'm it, new to it, I guess. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm late. Well, you know, you got, you're a busy you saw, man. You saw it like two weeks ago? I saw it like, I, I remember seeing things like, because I, I, you know, when I'm bored and like I'm like sitting in my studio, just like. Oh, I mean, I see people up. say it like, oh, Epstein didn't do it. Of course he didn't. But then, uh, yeah, as a meme. Mm-hmm. I think it's new. Yeah, I think, okay. I mean, I, I think I saw some. Like, you I think, are you are. A, a I, I think like I saw someone. Like, well, because I go on Facebook to look. Yeah. Uh, my Facebook is nothing but memes. <laughs> it is nothing but memes. That's cool. Like you know. So I um yeah. Luke's I, really on top of it with yeah. the memes. I want to like, be okay, boomer, and <laughs> yes. didn't kill himself. <laughs> okay, That's boomer is one of my favorite ones right now. My sister introduced that one to me, and I just noticed that yesterday was the first time I think I seen it. No, my sister, should, well, you saw. Like three weeks ago, or no, something. a week. Oh, I saw it like literally a oh, week ago. Oh shit! Okay, you know, and then fucking like suddenly it's everywhere. Yeah, you know, yeah. even fucking like uh, there was a thing in New Zealand where, or like, Australia, maybe uh, or yeah. was it New Zealand or Australia? It was New Zealand, but, but, and, it, yeah. And there was a woman, twenty-five-year-old woman, talking about climate change, and like she was being heckled, and she just like snapped "Okay, Boomer" to them, mm-hmm. and which is funny because wow. I don't know if baby boomers are anything other than an American phenomenon. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Yeah. And my number one is I have been, I have just recently been bootlegged again. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. oh, yes, or oh, no. Um, it's, it's, well, and, you know. Wait, I think I saw this. You posted it. Yeah, I yeah. posted it. It's uh, a painting of my yeah. character oh, on no. a puffy jacket. Uh, and, of course, I bought one. <laughs> oh, oh that, that that wasn't a one-off. No, it's a full product. It's okay. Yeah, it's a full production piece. It's on the. Oh, I thought it was a one-off. No, they, oh a, they do God. it on black jackets too. And oh, so, well, as soon as what, I com- saw, what company? Um, the company. Oh, Wait, do you want to give them publicity? Because <laughs> no, I don't really want to give them publicity. Okay. But the thing is, is that well, is also, it a company you've heard of um, before this? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, it um, looks like it was painted on by hand. Yeah, it looks like it was fucking like Holy painted shit. on like with a with a spray can. Yeah, like really low quality. I had no yeah. idea it was a production. Yeah, and like they they offer the jacket in black, and I was yeah. just like, let me oh. see this thing. And uh, how, so, uh, how much was it? One hundred and sixteen dollars. Holy uh-huh. shit! Yeah, are you sure that's yours? Yeah, and did they copy a specific? I mean, painting it, it's, of yours, it's or close, it but but could it just be an ex like rent? It's just a white bear. <laughs> <laughs> is there a chance that it's just random? Wait, look, look. You know what? Like, well, what makes you think it's exact? Like, is there exact? I'm I mean, sure it's, if it's I pretty like, close. I, if I if I if I went through like, the, there's a triangle nose. There's the fucking eyes. But doesn't don't bears have a triangle nose? Um, not I'm, really. I'm just, being, I'm, like just I'm, I'm just being the devil's advocate. Kind of round here. round nose. There's a little bit of like a God. It, I guess I don't see. I see the um a grade. Is there a gradation? Or am I wrong? Is it just from it being spray painted? Like it almost looks it's like being, you, it's, it's, it looks almost spray like, paint. It's okay, spray so paint. the gradation makes me think it's totally yours because the gradation, all you know, your stuff usually has one. Right. Yeah, that's what makes me think most. If, if it didn't have a gradation, you know what? Like if it, it, if they gave him a mouth, I would like. Go, oh, okay, cool, whatever. If they gave him now, the eyes have a little bit of a sadness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's yeah. the Luke trademark. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. is it my sh- shit is sad? What about the bear's <laughs> head shape? Does that look a little like the bear? Yes. sort of, kind of, right? It, uh, it okay, is. this shit's copy. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, it's I, a fucking copy. I, I just had fucking to know. Fakers. So I fucking bought one. I'm looking forward to busting it out when I fucking like you know go to fucking wherever I go. I hope I can get it before Thanksgiving so I could wear it to like you know. Anywhere, my family man. kind of thing. Because I don't think I would be caught so dead it, is, wearing that thing anywhere else. Is there a down in it? Is it a down jacket? It or? looks like a typical snowy, puffy jacket. Where's it? Where's it shipping from? Like uh, you know? somewhere in America, I believe. I, is it okay? No. that's weird. Yeah, it's, yeah. 
I'm a, I don't know. I mean, like, is I'm it sh- fashion? I think so. <laughs> is that supposed to be fashion? I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Is it, it? It kind of like it, it has like fucking like complex con written all over it. Wow. You know, or just con. You know, not yeah. just complex. Just a con. Just a con. Yeah, it's all it, a con. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Yeah. So I when I saw it, I was pretty flattered, and then I reposted it, and like you know, now and then I had to get one, you know, because are they did they contact you or nah? No, nah. they didn't go. Oh shit. No. 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 Okay. Yeah. Do they? Do you think they care? No. I don't know who it is, so I no. don't know. Are they're they from, big? They're from the fucking streets, man. Are they big or are they small companies? Um, like, they look they look like a small indie. Oh, okay. You know, so. I wasn't sure if it was like FUBU back in 2019. Um, if it know? was, I would be fucking retaining a lawyer right now. Yeah. I would, I'd be like, sorry, Eric, I can't do the podcast. Sorry, Candy, can't do the podcast. <laughs> I'm working on retaining a lawyer right now. Wow. <laughs> so you're not going to contact them or like... I tagged them in the post. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm... But so, like, um, yeah, David Horvath asks, uh, you should copy the copy and make puffy jackets. Oh, oh, I should. Well, you know, I was uh, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who is in. I mean, that's what I did before, too. Like, yeah, that, you know, well, the, the chicken on the table with the eggs. Sure. Was first um, um, being like was taken from me and being used in a, uh, a company in in Japan, in Japan, across which, street, across the way from the zine shop, uh, Takoshi in Nakano. And it's also I took a picture just yeah. to show you that yep. I was there in April. Yep, and, and I it, saw it. You could also find yeah. them in uh, what you call it uh, at uh, in, I think it's Harajuku. Oh no, know, same so. company probably. Same yeah. company, same company. And so weird. So and then like you know they started like you know creating all these variations on the design you know and that's when I kind of knew it was doing well and so when I produced my own my first shirt like I did that one awesome. you know, because and then I what I also did was I took two of three of their designs reinterpreted it, painted it a little yeah. bit nicer, and then sold those paintings, gave the images to Eyes on Walls, who do open edition prints, and have them fucking sell the shit for me. And, right. Nice. You know, so. yeah. When someone copies you, you should just lean into it even harder. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, no, it's mine. Yeah, no, it's Fuck mine. You. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking this and this and this. Yeah. And, and thank you. Right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. you know. And it's the, it's the, the series is called The Revenge is a, um, the Re- Re- uh, Revenge is a Dish oh, I, series. I, <laughs> I, th- I thought it was going to be Revenge of the Chew or something. Nah. nah. Okay. But All yeah, right. that's mine. Awesome. Eric? Good job. Okay. So, uh, well, I guess I could almost stem off of it. Um, do you know who Kurt Suzuki is? Kurt Suzuki, baseball player from uh, the Washington Nationals. Okay. So basically, this dude was a hero. He hit a home run. It's like people are posting on Facebook, first Asian American to hit a home run in the World Series. Mm-hmm. And he's from Hawaii, so he's an American Japanese. He's 36. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sometimes starts. Like, he's actually a good player. Mm-hmm. We interviewed him in Giant Robot a long time ago. Oh, cool. Okay, so anyways, he, you know, the, Trump invites the uh, nationals to the, the White House. Right. Yeah, and some of them don't go, but uh, many of them go. And he's talking about them, and then he goes, and he mentions the home run, because he's like, you know, it was a big moment. And then... Uh, Kurt Suzuki, he goes, hey, where's Kurt? And he goes, Kurt, come up here. You know like how Trump would always say that? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. come up here. Yeah. Bear Giuliani, hey, come up here. Yeah. But anyway, so he goes up there, and Kurt Suzuki has his own MAGA hat. And he puts it on and then, like, says, I love you to the crowd. And it was the biggest burn because all these Asian Americans especially were like, oh, my God, he's like a hero. And now they're like, oh, he's a, he's a hardcore MAGA dude, which is crazy. He outed himself as a MAGA guy you know, on, on a big stage like that. Which is kind of funny. 
So, you know, Asian Americans come in all kinds. Yeah, exactly. Fucking Yang Gang. All kinds. (laughs) So, yeah, that's just funny. You know, everyone, he was like a hero one day, and then, like, people are like, yeah, I guess... I guess I have to separate the fact that he's a good baseball Dude. player, but he's a MAGA guy. Dude, that's, yeah, like I said, it's right up there with fucking Hank U, man. Fucking that's what I'm saying. It's very, very similar. It, it yeah. reminded me of it. I didn't think of it till you mentioned the Hank U thing, and I was like, oh yeah, that was another moment. So, do you so, think that's going to like ruin his reputation? Ah, uh, I don't know. Probably already is, but it's okay. Yeah. I mean, he's. He's a hero. He had a home run, and mm-hmm. the team went on to win the World Series, and that, that was a big difference. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was a diff- he was a difference Now maker. corn-fed white girls all over. Well, he's <laughs> married to a white woman. Yeah, are like you know, all up in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, he's, he's the champ. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's got kids. He's not an incel. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, okay. Uh, so my real number five, because that was, uh, that was an add-in, as you mentioned, Hank, you. Um, number five, um, I went to a book fair at Blum and Poe. It was, it's called Acid Free Book Fair. So I was actually trying to get a table there to like, you know, bring books and shit. Yeah. And then um, they didn't have space because I found out about it really late and I don't get invited to such things. Like I didn't even know about it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of saw it and I was like, oh no, it's next week. And I'm like, so I asked. I couldn't get one. I go to that thing and man, what was I looking at? I walked in there. I looked at all these tables. I recognized a few people, but barely most everything, I had no idea what I was looking at. Like it was books. like super contemporary art kind of stuff. Yeah, like, but like young people. Everyone's kind of young, right? right? Everyone at the tables. There's no like... Hipster shit all over the place. Right. There's no one wearing suits. It's like, yeah, kind of hipster, but so hipster that it wasn't Rizzo. It wasn't Rizograph stuff. It was like contemporary art books. Mm. And I was looking going, what is this? And I couldn't... I most... Did I, you pick I, anything up? I did, but I probably didn't know 99% of the stuff or more. Mm. And it was all stuff that was like... Was it stupid expensive? No, it was... There are some things. Yeah. But, uh, for example, I don't think one book I have like in, in this building uh, was there. Like, nobody had any of these books. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was no uh, James Jean. Not one James Jean item in that whole place. And, and there was like 50 vendors, maybe. Oh. And uh, not one. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like, what is there? And it's like all the stuff where I, I have no idea what most of it was or who who the artists were. I, I've never it's heard. It's kind of, of like those dark corners at the fucking LA Art Book Fair. It's like that, but just imagine it more indie. And it was like that. And I'm like, and a lot of these publishers are from LA too. And I was like, who are they? You know, do you like, think you'll be willing to do it next year? No. <laughs> <laughs> so no. But I just felt so out of place. Like I was like, well, I don't belong here is what I kind of kept saying to myself. Like I, I walked the whole thing. I had fun, but I was like, I don't belong here. So was it mostly art books or was it like written books? There was no, it's mostly art books. Okay. I mean, it was meant to be an art book thing, but yeah. I just was like, what am I looking at? Were they here? like published books or yeah. like, were they like stapled together? No, or, all, mostly uh, all published. Uh, wow. There was a few things that were indie, but I mean, it wasn't Rizograph City, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. all that. Because if it was Rizograph stuff, I'd feel more comfortable, but mm-hmm. most of it was not. But you know, the thing is with like digital offset now, you can be able to do those smart bound, like, you know, smart sure. bound is worth the square. Spine, perfect mind, yeah, perfect mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it was just perfect like there was photo books, there was hardcover books. I mean, I know you can get all this done easy, but some of the stuff, you know, was special looking. Like it looked like, oh, this was expensive shit. I don't, know. man, I don't know. I, I don't think everything there was indie, pre- like super, uh, uh, you Small know, like press digital. Stuff, it wasn't, you know what I mean? I think some of it might have been like museum catalogs, but I, I was like, I don't know who any of this is. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I never heard of it. So, anyways, yeah, I was kind of like surprised, and wow. I was like, "What am I looking at here? What's was going like, on, L.A.?" Yeah, that's, what I, that's exactly what it is. It's like I thought I knew what this stuff was, but I knew like very little. Wow. Yeah, I was dumbfounded by it. And anyways, there you go. That's contemporary that's, art for you. That's number five, and I don't belong there. <laughs> yeah, you don't either. Luke. No, I know I don't. You, too. you definitely don't. <laughs> yeah, like there's no trace of any of these items there. Like no toys, no nothing, and you doing paintings with. A character? No, no characters. Nope. I don't nope. think there are any characters there. No, I was thinking what we could Seriously, do is not we one could character. like you know take like you know paper and we could just draw a line going through the entire thing. We and we can encase it in a box of water. <laughs> well, then we're gonna sell it. <laughs> you know, we're and, gonna sell that shit for a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The best thing though, Hamburger Eyes was there, but he was outside at a food booth. You know what I'm saying? Hamburger Eyes. He's the photo kind of zine guy. So I knew him, mm. but he wasn't inside. He was at a, a food booth because his brother was actually cooking because his brother's a chef. Oh. So he actually was there with some zines and stuff at a food booth. So I actually was like, oh, shit. Here's one guy I know. <laughs> I'm stoked. Yeah, really. I, I just, wow. I was bummed. I was a little bit bummed. Yeah. I was kind of like, oh, shit. Like, uh, like, am I supposed to know this? But right. I guess not. Was it like really popular? Were there a lot of people there? There were people there. Um, yeah, decent like amount of people. <laughs> yeah, there were people shopping. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Who were those people? <laughs> and, I mean, it wasn't old people. They were young. A lot of younger mm. people. Like, I mean, young meaning 30. And they were there buying shit and, like, arty, 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 arty. Oh. Like, there wasn't any trace of, to me of Art Center there. I didn't see anything I understood there. Right. Like that. Right. This was all, like, something else. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, there's layers to it all. So there you go. You know, that's a layer I just haven't gotten to. Mm. Yeah. No. Booyah. Boom. Yep. Uh, number four, Peter Chan, next art show here at GR2. It's called uh, Spin and Go, which evidently is a play on, um, you know, spinning in a circle, getting dizzy and running. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's, that's a good title. Let's do that. You know? I have never done that. Yeah. I've never tried to run after spinning. Yeah, evident- I haven't either, but I guess it's a thing people do. Like a lot of kids, maybe. I've tried like spinning in a chair and then yeah. standing up afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like spinning and running. So that must be like Peter must have been Peter. Peter. I wonder if Peter was really poor and like let's have fun, let's spin <laughs> and run. You know, like you don't need you don't need video games, you don't need electronics, yeah. you don't need a cent of money. You you can just do that with nothing. You could do that naked, even. You could. So there you go. Like that's yep. the, you don't need that's fucking... entertainment for someone who has absolutely nothing. It is. Yeah, it is. You you could do that in your jail cell. <laughs> Just about. Not really. No, but no. You, but you could spin. You could spin. Okay, yeah. close enough. Yeah, Depends on how big your cell is. Yeah. Like, are you in general population or are you? Oh yeah, that's no. true. So. Oh yeah, you would know. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. so yeah, Peter Chan's up next. Uh, should be fun. Yeah, we want Peter yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, what, no. is he, he's not this weekend, is he? No, or? no, it's uh, November sixteenth. That's when it starts. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, and uh, number three, Decon. I have uh, my Boba characters. I made pins with. Well, I'm got a little. I'm gonna have a plush set with Flat Bonnie. They're making my Boba character. Oh. So it's a collaboration. Oh. Ooh. So nice. Uh, usually it's uh, other people. You know, I work with other people's stuff. This time it's actually something I designed. Is it going to be like flat, like blunt body no, stuff? No, it's it's actually holdable like a cup. Oh, but it's plush. Nice. It's a plushie. Well, that, actually, that works. I think that works. Is, works great. But but you flat can... flat didn't work out. We tried the flats and they didn't look right. Right. Like it just looked like you know like a smashed cup. Yeah. You know like a paper cup that someone stepped on. Yeah. It looked like that. 
No, and I was kind of like, "Oh, it's a smash cup." That's great that like you're you're making like all these fucking like actual like nice standing like yeah you know things yeah so it's cute yeah you'll see I'm looking forward to it anyway yeah so I guess in a way I'm also promoting decon woo yay Mm -hmm. yay shout out Ben Gretzky yay no no shout out to um what's his name again Kevin. Kevin Cow. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kevin <laughs> Cow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Kevin De Corner. Yeah, is that his name? Uh, uh, we had a store called De Corner. Oh, so okay. everyone would call him De Kevin. Yeah, shout out to Kevin, man. It's all about Kevin. Ben, it's all about Kevin. Ben, step back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just like, kidding. Yeah, let, let Kevin like you know spread his wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know him? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> he just he's I think he's he, uh, he helps Ben out. Yeah, he's Ben's oh, okay. assistant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is he Ben's assistant? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I so. I don't know. It seems like he's right there and does everything, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's also kind of like a hype beastie kind of guy. Is he? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh. Yeah, well, he like has all the fucking, he, he like, you know, he gets all the bare bricks. And oh, wow. Like goes crazy shopping. Like, wow. So I, he was probably at Complex Con. Oh, he, I saw him at Complex oh, okay. Con. We, we ate lunch and he got like the lobster freaking chow mein. Which had like a whole split lobster. Wow! Oh on it. Well, he's a big dude. <laughs> he's a big dude. So he needs to, you know, add some vitamins. Yeah, he's got a lot of vitamins to replenish. <laughs> you know, but it was a whole, but literally, I mean, like, you're in a fuck. You're you're eat, at a fucking food thing in a fucking convention, and you need, there's your fucking you know brown paper like tray thing with a whole split lobster on it. You know, he's keeping it real, man. Yeah, dude, you know? seriously. Yeah. Yeah, Seriously. probably Instagram that. It's that sweet fucking flip money. You know? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but he was like, I already sold this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to buy the lobster. Yeah, that's cool. So You know, taking care of himself. Yeah. What's, no. What do they say on Parks and Rec? Treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's what he was doing. He probably says that to himself. Treat yourself. He probably says that. I say that to myself. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. But, but he says that all the time. <laughs> Way to go, Kevin. Anyway. Uh, decon. So, anyways, uh, number two, uh, the band Wander. You know the they were here. They came by uh, GR. Two of the members. Did they know? What do you mean? Did, Did they, they know, know that you were like a fanboy? Yeah, they knew. That's why they stopped by. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they knew. So they they actually stopped by, and uh, I was like, oh my god, I was starstruck by uh, two <laughs> two of the members. Right. And it turns out they're brothers. I didn't know that. Guitar oh. player with long hair and the drummer are brothers. Oh. And it turns out the drummer writes all the music. Whoa. As a drummer, he actually writes the music. He's one of those drummers. Isn't that crazy? I was like, oh shit. Yeah. It was like, there's, a, there's a very short line of drummers who are the actual brains behind the band. You know, and now we know another one. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I didn't know. So, and it's mm. rad. Anyway, so I got a Wander t shirt, bought their albums, bought everything. Wow. And they were here just to go to Universal Studios, mm. some kind of scary thing. Like, you know, like they have a Halloween thing, maybe. Okay. They came here to. That and they, they they drove all the way from San Jose or, or uh, Oakland, but they rolled deep. There was like eight people here or something, or ten maybe. They Whoa. came in a big old group. Yeah, oh, they got the entourage. They they rolled deep. Anyways, it's a band you should check out called Wander. Yeah, I've never heard of them. I love them. They're yeah. they're uh, from Oakland. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. They're good. Yeah. They're, like if you're into like you know that like fuzzy, rocky, instrumentally guitar-y, mm-hmm. you know emo. Not emo in the sense of the '90s emo, but emo in the emotional sense. Yeah, you know. They're good. They're good. I love, I, it's like one of my favorite bands. Mm. Nice. Yes. Nice. Anyways, and then I got to meet the two of the guys. I was really happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. We anyways, have so, them on the show one day. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Would be great. Mm. Okay. Number one, Post-It Show. Mm. This oh. starts December 7th, Post-It Show. I know you can't be here because you're going to uh, China. No, no. Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. Singapore. yeah. yeah. And then China. Japan. China. I'm just yeah. kidding. Uh. 
You know, yeah. there's, there's going to be a lot of Chinese people there. Yeah. You know, that's how Singapore is. Yeah. But I will be dropping some stuff off, I think. Oh, good. Do it. <laughs> Are you doing post-its? I mean, I got the invite. Oh, yeah, you're doing so it. Yeah. Okay, you're doing it. I haven't it. Yeah, responded yeah. yet, oh, no, you, I'm always in it. Just do it. Okay, so yeah. um, have you ever done anything, just curious, have you done anything anti-China in your art? Have you ever, like, you know, no. like, or making fun of China? No, because okay. I want to, like... My, I want my work to get into the Chinese market. So. You want that China money? <laughs> and I want that sweet, sweet China. Have, that, have, that have so have you ever? You haven't done like a Mao painting with like a something like that? No. No. Well, okay. I have done a Mao in like you know my like I did it my Headspace series, and like in one of the paintings I did, I had Mao Zedong coming out of the costume. Oh, is that is that good or bad in that case? Um, like would it be would that be like an insult to ch- I, I think it's an acknowledgement of the fact that like, you know, I was fascinated by Mao Zedong when I was a kid. Me too, actually. You know, so. East Asian studies major. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I went yeah. all out. You know, um and I, I was a Chinese, what do you call it, a weeb? But but I was like a Chinese one. Like I was into China, China stuff. China yeah. weeb. Yeah, I was a China weeb. I was a chaweeb. I, I was really interested in all yeah. the weird dictators and like I did like when I was I found an old paper I wrote like in third or fourth grade <laughs> oh, on Hitler. Oh, you go deep, man. <laughs> so but yeah, yeah, I met I met a person when I went to China, like in the countryside, and I was saying how I was like, you know, I I was interested in Mao stuff and she hated America and she was all into Russia stuff. Like cause she was sort of like a oh, Leninist kind hardcore. Of. And then she was like showing me all this other stuff that was like this Russian stuff that she was into. And I was like, is, is she like trying to connect with me with this? Cause I can talk to her, oh. but she's just like showing me all this like propaganda looking stuff. And I was like, Oh, this is like getting too serious. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, yeah, probably a hard, she was hardcore into it. Anyways, just wondering. If, was it like know. northern China kind of stuff, like closer to the Russian border? No, it was close to the spicy area, Sichuan area. Sichuan, that's like southern. Yeah. yeah, but but spicy. Yeah. Anyway, nonetheless, I was just curious if uh, you know you're getting yourself banned from China. Or I've something. thought really hard about doing like Winnie the Pooh and Emperor's like you know robes. You'll, and stuff you'll like probably that. get banned in China. Yeah, I would get banned. Yeah. And like I was thinking about doing it under like you know a, a pseudonym, you know, mm-hmm. but like I don't know, like none of the, the the factories in China or the companies I work with in like Asia would do it. Oh, so. it would work so well with your style; it's <laughs> like it would be perfect. <laughs> I, 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 w- I would avoid doing it like paintings. I would just like want like this big, you know, I want like a Winnie the Pooh and the full like imperial like Qing Dynasty like you know imperial mm-hmm. thing with like the hat with the red. So I've I've kind of heard yeah. that I. Our favorite artist that we talk about here, yes, a lot. Oh is, yeah, he is, got bon- he got is, got like, is banned in China. Oh really? Because of the Mao Zedong <laughs> thing with the X's on the eyes. Yeah, I heard. Um. I don't know if that's true or not. <sighs> We're talking about cause. <laughs> cause watch. Oh, here it is. Cause watch. The word comes. But then somehow he'll spin uh-huh. that to uh, make himself more money. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure that piece has gotten him uh, is probably on the uh, aftermarket for a ton of money now. Right. But, uh, uh, Ton yeah. of potential money, but he's going to lose out on that China money. Oh, that know. sweet, sweet China I money. I know he got that fucking yuan. But does that give him more integrity? I don't know. No. See, he's going to spin it somehow to get more you money. Know, but he uh, is—he's in the Middle East right now, getting that oil money. Uh, though. Oh yeah, 
right yeah. now. That might be bigger. Yeah, that. Yeah, but the you thing know. is, is that like you know we're we're, we're going to be we're dealing with our future fucking Chinese overlords here. Right. Yeah. Uh, did Did you see the Chinese fashion designers in um uh, um at, at ComplexCon when you went? Oh, uh, which one? There was a couple of them, and uh, they had really Chinese names, and they had big old Chinese characters, you know, all over it, and uh, and I was kind of like. Wow. Okay. Like I have never seen like hipster Chinese fashion in America before, but here it is. Mm, you know, and they had right. huge booths. Wow. You know, with, like you know, and like really good-looking clothes. Wow. You know, like if I was maybe ten years younger, I'd what? probably consider wearing it. So was that that company that bootlegged your thing wasn't Chinese? Um, <laughs> I I, I would have I wouldn't be surprised if it was really okay. But the thing is, is that like. Um, it it seemed like it was an American company because, yeah, their name is like Sid Urban or something like that. Wow, not like Ching Chang Chong or some whatever. Damn, like me being like an ignorant Chinese guy. Right, Ching Chang Chong the Ching Chang Chong fashions. <laughs> you know, Go for Ch- it. Ching Chang Chong apparel. <laughs> <laughs> Three C's, man. <laughs> the three yeah. C's of happiness. Yeah, dude, that's it. Three C's apparel. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, like... Wow. You know what? Holy you know, this, this just goes to prove that, like, I'll make fun of Japanese people. I'll make fun of Chinese people. I'll make fun of white people. I'll make fun of anyone that's not going to kick my ass people. Yeah. Which is the reason why I don't make fun of black people. Oh. Which, right... There, I have already just made fun of black people. Be careful, <laughs> yeah, or Mexicans. Those those guys. Oh, will be careful like, too. Yeah. Those guys will beat the shit out of me too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, anyways, we have our special guest, Candy Bolton. Yep. Thank you for she, your patience. She also has a top five. Um. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I'm not very well prepared. Um. But I brought one of my toys today, uh, Bake Kujira, and I have a lottery going on for it right now, so if you want any details about that lottery, it's in my newest Instagram post. It is a marbled vinyl, three colors. There's clear with pink glitter, pastel yellow, and pastel blue. Wait, how, what is it? Uh, a lottery? Yeah. So what do they need to do? They have to email me some information, and then I draw the lottery winner on Whoa. Sunday. So is this, this is actual Japanese vinyl, right? Yeah, it's made in Japan. So it's just to buy it, though. Yeah, to buy it. They still okay. Yeah. How much is free. how much is this? Uh, two twenty plus oh, shipping. It's cool. It's beautiful. It's, and it's got the double pour going on there. You got the clear. Yeah, with it's the, triple pour actually. Triple. Yeah. Pour. So see, the horn is like translucent yep. on the tip. Yep. Yeah, because he did the clear vinyl, and like the tips of the fingers are clear well. too. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wow. so what, what? So they start with the clear, then they go yeah. in with the yellow? Either yellow or blue, I guess. And it, it mixes around in the mold, and mm. then they pull it out. Um, it's a very, like, handmade process for each piece. And I've watched him do it in his factory. And if he, like, pours it and he doesn't like how the colors mix together, like, sometimes they can, like, become muddy. Uh. Then he'll just, like, throw it out. And mm. he'll start over like wow. he's a real like perfectionist with that. Wow. So and the glitter is part of the clear. Yeah, the glitter was in the mixed into the clear. 
Oh. So I'm calling it Seafoam Spectre because the blue and the yellow combine to like a seafoam color. And then the pink glitter is kind of like the sparkles that you'd see on like a wave like crashing against the cliffside. Oh. Yeah. I can see Whoa. that. Nice. Very cool. Very Thanks. cool. When does the raffle end? On Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, just email me. I have information on how to enter it on my Instagram. Candy Bolton. Yeah, C A N D I E B O L T O N. Yes. Yep. And if they want to email you, it's candybolton at gmail dot com. Yes. Damn. Uh, disgust. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> awesome. Good guess. That's a good one. Um, for number four, I guess, well, I just flew into LAX today and they changed the rideshare system. So I was worried about that. Actually, I was trying really hard to find a ride from the airport. So I didn't have to deal with that, but I couldn't find one. So I actually just, um, decided to see how it would go. I got my bag. And as soon as I walked out of baggage claim, there's a shuttle bus that would bring you to the rideshare area. And it was right there. So I was like, I guess I'll hop on this bus and mm-hmm. check it out. So they take you like off site of the airport looked like, um, so a separate area where there's just like lines of like for, there's a whole line area for Lyft and Uber and taxis. And when I went there, it was early in the morning, so it wasn't very busy at all. So mm. luckily, I pretty much didn't have to wait. Like, my Uber showed up right away. Mm. Whoa, cool. And, nice. Yeah, it was actually not bad at all. But the guy who picked me up said that he was there on, like, the first day they oh, implemented it. I heard it's, yeah. It was really bad. He said that he was waiting for, like, an hour, and then people would just end up canceling. So it's just wasting everyone's time. But that they were able to work out the kinks, apparently. Yeah, it seemed like it. I mean, unless I just happened to arrive at a time that wasn't very busy. Maybe I just got lucky. Like, who knows what it will be, like, closer to Thanksgiving and Christmas right. and oh. stuff. But I heard traffic's a lot better in LAX because of all that rideshare and taxis are gone. Oh, yeah. oh I imagine. Wait, yeah. taxis are gone, too? Yeah. So there's no taxis. Oh, my God. So you really can't get a ride. You have to. I was thinking you could take a cab. I wonder if like the but the express shuttles or the LAX shuttles. I wonder if they still go inside there. I think so, right? Like the, all the parking shuttles. Yeah. So what yeah. you could do is probably get on a parking shuttle and get to a parking lot, then just call an Uber that's right. outside the LAX thing who doesn't want to go in there. Well, I mean, like you know, you they, they, well, they, that, they have right? like shuttles showing up um, at the terminal every like yeah. so many minutes, you know, yeah. and so like it. I think that like you know. I, I don't uh, if I had to take an Uber or whatever I would do that but like I'm used to I I've always seen those express shuttles and I'm I like you know I don't mind using those Oh you mean like a super shuttle? Yeah, a super oh, shuttle. Oh so it takes you all over your house. Yeah. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Oh, yeah. Wow. Sometimes they're I've heard some bad luck stories on those. Oh, I've had pretty yeah. I had a really gnarly story on one yeah. for one. Uh, you know, I don't want to interrupt your, your thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like right now trying to think of what my next. Okay, topic I'll, I'll is. tell you my gnarly my 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 gnarly story while you're um, working on your number three. Okay. Okay. So basically, I got an express shuttle. Shuttle picks me up. You know, in the morning. You know, on my way there, it takes me to the airport. Everything goes great. You know, on my return, I come in. I come in like kind of late at night, and instead of a shuttle, they had a driver for me. And that driver had the worst fucking B.O. Oh. You know, and like, I, like, you know, I live like fucking like 45 minutes away on like without traffic, you know, to get to my apartment. I mean, fortunately it was late at night, but like, 
oh my god it was like it was so bad i was just like oh my god this is fucking terrible and um i tried breathing only with my mouth you know for the entire trip Uh, you know and he was talking to me which is the fucking worst like i do not like being spoken to you know when i'm doing this kind of you know ride thing i just i'll put my headphones on i'll just like you know stare out the window and enjoy a view that i usually don't enjoy because i'm constantly driving wow so yeah so would you rather have bo or ass which one would you rather have that smell like let's say he just smelled like poo, right? Or bo? Which is well, which one? Which one thing. would you it, pick? It, this, is, this is more like a fucking you know a an old bo smell that like on top of new bo smell. You know oh. what I mean? Like 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 you oh. know like the Kai has bo and like you know the bo has kind of like seeped into like the upholstery of oh his car. God. So like it's like old and musky and I think kind. I think you'd prefer the bo is what you're saying. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kidding. I don't know. That's a that's a really tough fucking coin to toss. <laughs> yeah, they're both awful. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you could think about it, but yeah. You know, I, I mean, the, I was the, thinking, no, both are bad. But here's you know. the thing: like a person who smells like ass realizes they smell like ass. A person <laughs> who has fucking bo and lives with that shit day in day out does not realize they have bo. Oh, okay, that's true. Mm. Yeah, they get used to it. They yeah. become nose blind to their right. own smell. Wow. Exactly. Wow. But like, man, if you like accidentally shit your pants, <laughs> like you're self-conscious of that thing. You have your windows rolled down. Right. You know. Unless that's just a regular thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you have bigger problems. Right. 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 You shouldn't yeah. be fucking driving ride chairs. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, did you get your number three yet? I guess um, I'll just talk about Japan. Cause oh, yeah. I just got back from Japan on October 24th, and um, I was traveling solo for that. So that was, I think it's like the second time I've traveled solo in Japan now. And um, on the way here, I was talking to Luke about he's playing his trip to Japan, and mm-hmm. he's going solo this time. So mm-hmm. I wanted to give him some tips on traveling solo And for me, like the biggest thing that's changed my trips is that I don't use Airbnbs anymore. I've been using hotels Good. and it's so much better when you're traveling solo because when you arrive, no matter what time it is, maybe you can't check in right away. You can leave your bags at the front desk. And also they almost always speak English now, especially because they're gearing up for like the 2020 Olympics. So it's like really convenient. Cool. So I just go there, I leave my bags and then I usually stay in Akihabara because there's like everything that I like is there. I can just walk out and like start playing like UFO catchers and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. And like go shopping, you know, and like uh-huh. check out the gacha pond. And mm. Akihabara feels like my second home now. I've like stayed there so many times. And I know it so well. I just love being there. But, oh, so, like, the other good thing about being at a hotel is that you can ask them to call a taxi for you. Sure. Mm. If you, like, don't feel confident about, like, finding a certain place, like, on your own through, like, the train system, you can take a taxi. Um, And then also when you're leaving, you can uh, check out, leave your bags at the front desk, go and enjoy your day. And then before you go, like, have to leave for the airport, you can pick up your bags and go to the airport. Cool. That is. Where did yeah. where'd you, you stay, or which hotel? Oh, um, it was a new one, Hotel Rizal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was more on like the Kanda side. It was b- right next to the Kanda River. But, was it cheap? Uh, 
it was decent. I think mm. it was just over a hundred a night. Yeah. But yeah, I just know Airbnbs in Japan. I stayed at one, and the hotel's way better. Yeah, yeah, and it was the Airbnb is not bad. It's just kind of, but it, ultimately it's kind of crappy. Yeah, I, I would say I stayed in Airbnb yeah. a couple of times. The last one we did was a One Piece themed Airbnb. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> was that well, a, a bonus for you, or was it? Negative? It was. Just, it, it, it was I was. Um, I was traveling with my friend. Uh, Jesse Yu, who has been on the show, mm-hmm. and Linda Lee, and like you know, we just thought, thought the idea of, of this manga themed you know Airbnb was so fucking hilarious and absolutely ridiculous. We had to fucking do this. It was awesome. Oh no, it was no, awful. no! It was just like you know, it just, all it had was like the wanted posters from the manga oh, wow. on there, and then they had a couple hats, um, you know, because you know a lot of characters wear hats, and right, you know, we. Put, like, put on the hats, hats mm-hmm. take pictures, you know. I've seen those Airbnbs where it's like they're anime themed and stuff. I feel like it's such pandering because they know like who's coming there. So they'll choose like, oh, what's popular with Americans? And then yeah. they'll decorate it with like Naruto and stuff and like Cowboy Bebop or nice. Ghibli. Yeah, stay in the hotel yeah. if you can. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think your pricing might almost be the same. Or it's end really up close, similar. You know? yeah. But the benefit of staying on Airbnb, I think it's good if you have a lot of people and you want to stay in one place. Right. Because you can find a pretty cool Airbnb that has like multiple rooms. Right. And so that's convenient. And then you split the cost. And I think then it's it'll be worth it. Right. Yeah. But if you're traveling solo, definitely. I'll be, you'll, you'll definitely hear from me before. Yeah. Uh, so I get some more information from you. I'm always tips. really happy to give tips on like traveling to Japan. Cause that's like my favorite thing to do. So <laughs> I like talking about it. Me too, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah, I yeah. It. yeah. yeah I, there's a lot of information you get from you too. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. When like, was the last time you went? I, I went in April. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Are you planning your next trip? Maybe February. Oh, that's a good time for. to yeah. go. It might be snowing. It's a little then. cool, but I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I need I need to know like where to find that fucking pizza. Oh, what oh. pizza? Um, I like Seirinkan. <laughs> Do you know that place? What is it? It's called Seirinkan. I don't think so. It's in uh, Nakameguro. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's that, and then there's the place called Savoy that are like mm. the two really good places. I've heard of Savoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What Ooh. type of pizza do you get? Just the margarita. They, oh. they only have two kinds. It's the margarita and the whatever it is, the other one. <laughs> they only have two kinds? Yeah, that's the whole thing is that it's like, you know, whatever, Naples style. Just oh. two kinds, the two classic styles. But they do it like amazingly. Uh, better than anything I've ever had here Damn. anyway. But, you know, you might go there and be like, meh, tastes like everything else here. But huh? it does not. But I yeah. want to. It I does wa- not. I want to I, I try it. I, yeah. I, I want to. I, I know. It. Like, you know, it's your. Like, I we, love that You place. and I have talked pizza many a time. And. I know. Like. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. 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 We, we have pizza talks. Like, yeah. you know. So wh- where do you eat when you go to Japan? Um, so I really like, I have a few favorites. Like, um, I really like Ichiran ramen okay, because it's so convenient. It's open 24 hours and like, you don't have to talk to anyone. It's uh-huh. very good for people who are antisocial. Um, and then I also like sushi zanmai. That's oh. another place that's open 24 hours and the sushi quality. It's like uh, better than a conveyor belt sushi. It's kind of like, it's a good middle ground because you still have like a good value. It's not too expensive, but good quality fish wow. as well. So you eat sushi. Yeah. Awesome. I love sushi. Um, and you know, just going to like Genki sushi and sushi row are also like amazing. I'm not going to complain. Where's about Genki that. sushi? Is that in Japan? Yeah. yeah but oh, cause 
they have they have that in Hawaii. I yeah, know. It's the yeah. Same. Okay. Uh, and Uobe is another. I think that Uobe and Genki are like the same company, but uh-huh. those are more like in suburb areas. Oh, and there's Kappa Zushi. Actually, there's a one? Genki in Shibuya. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, that's the one I usually end up at. So they're usually more like family style restaurants, I think. So it's harder to find them inside of Tokyo. Oh um, yeah, I went to right. one that was on the outskirts. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know which one it was, but it was also really good. But yeah. it was it was definitely like I was like, oh, I would never be able to find this place. And it's like a dollar per plate. And yeah. at the end, like when you get your bill, you're like, that's it. It was like ten dollars, and I ate like all the sushi that I wanted. Damn. <laughs> so yeah. nobody talks to you. When, what when I'm in no anywhere in Japan. Oh, like, actually, so I because you said you're all like antisocial. Oh, I so. mean, yeah, I'm antisocial so. in general. But actually, I got stopped way more times ev- than ever before this during this trip in Japan. Why? Um, <laughs> was it the Kleenex guys fucking? No, like, no, <laughs> not that. I so I think it was my hair, which is interesting because I've always had like strange colored hair, but this green hair in particular has gotten me like more comments like good and bad i guess mostly good but i got stopped for like two interviews i got random guys saying like i want to take a picture with you and like um just uh basically any store like walking in and out of there like someone would tell me that they like my hair Mm. (laughs) yeah so the the shy japanese are they dudes? It's all dudes, right? Uh, sometimes it was girls. Really? Okay. Yeah. Especially if like uh, they were like a worker, you know, and right. uh, like I went and got coffee and then the girl was like, oh, I like your hair. Wow. Yeah. Do you ever go to like the maid cafes and stuff like that? I don't. I haven't been to a maid cafe. I am slightly interested, but it doesn't exactly appeal to me. And uh, I think the food is really expensive because it's more about the experience <laughs> yes, right. than yeah. like the quality Even of the, the food. Even the drink with coffee is bad too. So. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's, not, it's not for that. Like maybe like five or six years ago, I was really curious about like maid cafes and stuff. But then it's like, eh. there's oh, a yeah. butler cafe that has like all guys. And so that's kind of interesting, but I think that you need like a higher level of Japanese to like really enjoy it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's the. Th- I think yeah. that's the thing. Like, I don't think I'd be able to understand half of the weird shit that comes out of their mouths when they're casting like their spells on your yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you have to know the chant when they're right. Like, yeah, putting the, when they're like, the show on the omu rice, they're like putting the like ketchup on yeah. it or something, oh, yeah. and you say moe moe kyun. <laughs> <Wow. It's, laughs> I don't even know what that is, but also, oh really? <laughs> wow, cool. See, I didn't even. Well, at least you, you're definitely like one level up on the fucking maid cafe thing. <laughs> that I am. Yeah. It seems really cringy. I don't know if I'd want to go. It, it could be fun. I don't know. Right, it's not really my thing. No, no. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like the maid thing is done. Anyways. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Well, I, you know. Yeah. Was this all number three on your top? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, my it's God. It's a good, pretty good number three. Yeah. Well, see, like, I can talk about Japan forever. Mm-hmm. I just, like, love being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Japan's awesome. I'm already trying to plan my next trip there mm-hmm. in December. So wow. I hope that well, works if out. you're there and yeah. I'm there, we'll fucking do Akihabara. Yes. You know, because I I don't think I've even like scratched the surface of that city. Yeah. Like, you know, like I've like gone and I've looked around and I've bought stuff. But then like, 
you know. You got to go with somebody who knows a little right. bit of it. Right, right. Yeah, because like, it it's, all, it's all nooks and crannies about that fucking, that part of town. Like, yeah. you know, like the weird, like, you know, toy shit, like, is like on this, on the 12th floor mm-hmm. of fucking said building, you know, and the password is, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, but locals know, like, what's a better deal, too. Right, because like I, you know, like I, I went to that place called Super Potato. Oh yeah. And then a friend of mine just said, "Oh, that place is expensive." There's this, and then we went to a different one. He was it was lower priced. Yeah, right? Super Potato is famous now, yeah. so they hiked up their prices because yeah. they know all the tourists are going there. And I went to one place where a guy was, um, you know, like those rent. You could rent a small cubicle in like a, you know, like a shop that has many cubicles, yeah. and then you sell whatever you want in that cubicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to one where the guy was actually loading in like old Japanese video games. Oh. Like, he was like an expert, right? Yeah. And he, his stuff was, he said Super Potato buys from him often. Wow. So I was getting stuff from him and he was telling me what to get. He was oh. like, this one, this one, this one. And he was, you know, and it was all cheap. What did you buy? A bunch of Famicom games. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. only seen those place, kind of places in uh, Nakano, but... Oh, yeah. There's Akihabara had one. Uh, I don't know if it's still there, but... Yeah, yeah, and Akihabara, in those cubicle things, it's mostly anime figurines. Yeah. Yeah, But this one, one had video games. games. Yeah, it was just like a guy had two cubicles, but he just happened to be there. So it was like, I was like, oh, shit. And he was the expert. He knew everything. I could say, I want a game like this. And he was like, oh, it's this. Or I could say one where two players can play together. And he's like, oh. And he just... Put everything out wow. like right away of his stack. He was like, "All these," and then he's like, "This game sucks. Don't get it." You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Avoid this one. Yeah, cool. shit like that. Anyways, Aww. yeah, nice. Japan's nice. rad that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, the otaku are super otaku. Not just like scratching the surface. They know everything. Right, right. This guy knew everything. Nice. Yeah, yeah. it's good to have people like that. To know that those kind of people exist. There's a lot of those. And especially when they're helpful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like my number three was like three and two. Could be. So I just sure. want to get to number one. Yes. Number one is my Hello Kitty toy that is, I'll, I'll be doing a signing for it tomorrow evening at the uh, Hello Kitty Hollywood flagship store. Whoa. Nice. So I'll be, I think the event goes from 6 to 10 p.m. I'll be there uh, signing, I believe, 6 30 or 7.30 to 10 p.m. Yeah, but mm. basically go there. You can buy an exclusive colorway of Hello Kitty, the toy that I designed. It's a pastel colorway. Do you have um, a picture of it so we could like put it on the uh, camera? Yeah. And also, meanwhile, uh, people have said uh, Friends is the low-key retro game store. Oh, named, yeah, I've heard of Rock Friends. Bogard says that. Mm. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's my boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> his name is Rock <laughs> Rock Bogard. Rock Bogard. That's not his real name. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, wow. Hard, that's hardcore. Right that is there. hardcore. Um, David Horvath says, uh, yeah. Top Boy in Kamada Otaku is a good place, too, for games. So there's a couple uh, places. Is it showing up on the camera? Uh, we are behind, so... Oh, yeah, there it is. So that's the pastel colorway. And it is the long-legged be, Hello Kitty. It's available in 20-inch and 9-inch. Wow. 20 inches. Okay, wait. It's huge. It's like this big. How how much is that? How much? The prices? The 20 inch is $500. The 9 inch is $65. Wow. This is some serious Harajuku stuff going on here. Yeah, I was inspired by like the kawaii like street fashion for Mm. this one. Yeah, there's um, like a fashion style called like, uh, like dreamy cute, I think. And I forgot what it was in Japanese. Um, 
but uh, that's what I was inspired by. It's kind of like pastel goth ish kind right. of wow. style. Yeah. Mm, you know, that's uh, we were talking in the car about the fact that that was kind of like when you were first like. Uh, at least that I'm familiar with, like kind of humany, yeah, you know, characters. But before we dive into that, let's let's talk about you. I, I learned about your work a couple of years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like maybe like four, because the years go by so much faster than they used to. Mm-hmm. Like, Why is that? <laughs> um, because we're getting older, and time is relative, and you know, the way we measure time gets, you know, it just ends up feeling shorter and shorter the older we get. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, you know, remember what like the first time you turned 10 years old, it fucking took forever. But like, you know, then when you turned 20 years old, it took half twice, like half the amount of time. And then when you turn 30, it's even shorter and shorter and shorter. And the next thing you know, you're dead. Is it because it's the same shit over and over that you've kind of experienced? Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe because like, like you, it's like, oh, I've done eight decons now. And it's like, look how that time flies. Yeah, well, like, I think this time glosses over. Like, yeah, you, you gloss over certain experiences. Yeah. You know, and like. It's not every experience isn't like this thing where you're like, oh, I remember 42 days ago I did this. And then 43 days ago it was this. And, yeah, I heard you, know, you can kind of slow know. it down if you do unique things every day or just like as often as you can try See. to do something different. Damn. Kind of slows it down a bit more. But Shit. See, that's. I said that and I don't do it, but I've said that because one of my goals, I made it a, a New Year's resolution uh, about a few years ago to make time slow down. Oh. And I thought that that was how to do it. And I didn't do it. Like I ended up not doing anything like that, but I, that's what I said. That's how, you, that's how I would do it. Unfortunately, you Shit. live with motherfucker. I didn't, you do have it. a routine you have to adhere to because you own businesses and you got to, I own yeah. businesses so I can break the routines. Oh, no. that's not true. Uh, anyways, that's not true. I'm sorry. It sounded good though. We met. I think it was like four years ago, three or four years ago. That sounds right. Yeah, like at Design Designer Con, you mm-hmm. know. And then like I'd seen you d- had done videos of like how tos, you know, um, airbrush, airbrush, so freebie, yeah. You know? But like, okay, so education. How, uh, how long have you been like doing the work, working as an artist on a professional level, etc.? Um, I my first art show was uh, 2013 in December, so you can kind of pretty much say I started in 2014 is when I started taking my art more seriously. Because mm-hmm. uh, before then, I was just like I was a graphic designer, okay. So it's still like art related, yes. but uh, it was very commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked for a hot rod shop, so it was creative still mm. in its own way, but not like my style of stuff. But right. I did get exposed to like more like that, the whole like, uh, what do you call it? Lowbrow art style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What city is that in? Or it was in, in Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah. And I'm still there. Gotcha. And you're, yeah, so you're from Sacramento. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, well, you know, what can you do? Yeah. But, like, so how did you get involved in, like, so what were you doing? Like, the graphic design, I understand the gra- graphic design path because I took the graphic design path oh, as yeah. well. Like, you know, I um, I never thought that I had what it took to be a, quote-unquote, studio artist. Yeah. You know, and so I wanted to take the practical uh, path, which is the graphic design path. Right. You know, for the steady paycheck and stuff. Sure. You know, and, um, you know, and they still teach you all the the same kind of stuff, color theory and composition, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. you know, but like, so when did you start doing 
like were you just drawing the entire time too yeah so i've always enjoyed drawing ever since i was really little and i used to like win art contests and i was like yeah that was my thing it's like i was the artist in the class like i was the best artist and then Mm. when i was a teenager it was mostly like drawing anime characters and stuff and then um i stopped drawing did you have a deviant art website uh, I did, but it's really bad. <laughs> I wasn't even like good for deviant art standards, so that's you know saying. Was something. it all anime? All your anime stuff? Mm, some of it, yeah. Nice. But the best of it was like <laughs> hand drawn sketches. I was really bad at like computer um, mm. artwork stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. So and then I stopped drawing for a really long time because I got addicted to World of Warcraft, and, oh. I, and I I played that for in three years time I accumulated a whole year of game time. <laughs> so that means I spent a third of my life playing WoW. Wow! Wow! And so I was just playing World of Warcraft and going to college, and I only went to like community college, got my AA, and I didn't go for art in particular. I just went. I got a liberal arts degree, which mm. is like. You know, basically, I couldn't make up my mind, and I Ooh. accidentally got a liberal arts degree. Same here. Yeah. I did, I did that. And I did, like, I took just whatever classes I thought sounded cool. Like, I did take, like, Asian studies classes, like, history and Asian art, and I took Japanese language classes, so basically really weeby stuff. <laughs> All the weeaboo classes. Um, well, I, you, we were talking, and I didn't realize that you are actually a, was a quarter Chinese. Yeah. See, no I, way. Yeah. So, like, the, it's funny because there's people... I had like, no idea. Yeah, neither did I. There's people that come to me and they're like, oh, like, what are you? You know, it's like... And they'll, like, asking what my ethnicity is and... I'll say like, oh, I'm Irish and German and like, yeah. And I'm like, and a quarter Chinese and like, that's what it is. So like, there's some people that immediately recognize that I'm Asian and I've been straight up (laughs) called like a Asian girl and like have had guys hit on me because they're like, oh, I really like Asian girls. And then I'm like, really? Because I always see myself as like a white girl. Yeah. 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 I, thought so. I, I, I didn't know till right now. So yeah. I'm kind of surprised, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not like that shocked or anything, but a little bit. No, no. Just I, because I was wrong. Yeah. I, I, and, I, and I'm never wrong, you know? I've had some people ask if I'm half Japanese, and Japanese people have asked me that when I'm in Japan. So I'm just, I don't know. I am whatever people perceive me as. No, that's good. Mysterious. Yeah. You you could you could wear the MAGA hat and people just wouldn't know. <laughs> and you could be a weeb and you wouldn't God, and people yeah. like you'd fit right in. You could do anything yeah. you want. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. probably the best. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But so you 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 know, you obviously did art all your life. Yeah. And then you I like, somehow went, got a graphic design job and that seemed like a dream come true because I didn't think I'd ever it was have a, it was a hot rod shop, you said? Yeah. So oh, like okay. classic cars. Wow, you know? cool. Yeah, and I did that for years. So you're five doing years. like a lot of pinstripe flame kind of moving those things, elements <laughs> Not, around with like some... I went for more of like a like vintage retro style. Not so much like the flames and like, yeah. The, what, like the, I thought the flames were the retro style. Like right up there with rap fink they and stuff like that. are, but they're really tacky looking. <laughs> I tried to avoid doing that. Oh, Wow. And did they ever come like look over your shoulder and go, 
more flames. <laughs> no, <laughs> they would probably be like less flames. I mean, they want it like more uh, classy, I guess. Oh, okay. Cool. So that's cool. But, yeah. And then, you know, well, I mean, obviously you're still drawing. Yeah. You're, you're um, you know, show, showing your work here yes. too at yeah. Giant Robot. Yeah. Mm. So like how that happens. <laughs> but like, are you, but you also have kind of, tra- you know, transitioned to, into doing like, you know, original toys. It started, I think I met you, when I met you, you were doing custom stuff too. Yeah. You know, um, how did you fall into all this? I started collecting Sofubi and then was posting like the pieces I was collecting which, on Instagram. Which ones or what kind? The first ones I started collecting was Real Head. Oh, wow. And uh, Uwamu. Oh, okay. Stuff. Yeah. And um, then I started to meet like other like toy designers just by like going through Instagram and like, you know, following all these people and collectors. And I was also posting my sketches at the same time. And then I got noticed like that way. And I was asked to design a soft vinyl toy. And I got asked to design like two of them in like the first year that I started collecting toys. Is this one of your first one, your first yeah, productions? It's, a um, first, it's an early design, though, right? Yes. Yeah. So this one, I think it's like three years old. Three wow. or four years old now. I don't, I don't even... Like, there's a year on it, I think. That's um, impressive. That's really cool. awesome. 2015. Yeah. 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 Getting to four years then. Yeah. Yeah. Time flies. See? There you go. Time flies. Time flies. Yeah. But th- this is a slightly newer piece. This is, um, I sculpted this one too. Oh, wow. And, uh, you're telling me it's a combination of things. What, the character? Yeah. What? I don't remember. <laughs> it was like uh, a combination of like a Japanese character. Oh, and- yeah. Unico, mm-hmm. the unicorn character. So I was trying to go for more of like a retro vibe with and the character. Is it like My Little Pony too? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I collected My Little Ponies when I was little and my mom actually took over my collection and greatly expanded on it. Whoa. So you have collecting in your mom's side too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I really liked unicorns when I was little. So I thought it'd be cool to do like a sad unicorn. <laughs> cause no one's really, you know, it's funny. That. Cause like, yeah, when, uh, oh, when you told me, like, I had no idea. I'd never, I'd never seen any Unico stuff before, yeah. you know, but then like, you know, um, I looked it up and I'm like, okay. Or uh, you showed it to me, I think. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, because, you know, you definitely have the, like, the, uh, the MLP fucking head mm-hmm. and, like, the hair and stuff. But then, like, the body is... MLP. You know, I was like, what is that? <laughs> My Little Pony. Is that how you guys say that? That's... Yeah. Um, that's Brony Talk? I think that's Brony Talk right <laughs> wow. there. Okay. Were, you at, were you at the My Little Pony show at TAG? Uh, or in no, that, I was a little too late for that, mm. unfortunately. Because afterwards, my mom was asking, like, oh, can you get those, like, blank vinyl, like, MLP for me? Like, she... Because they made special ones for that show. Yeah, yeah. And they're super rare now. Yeah, I, um... Yeah, I, I remember, like, going to the show, and there was a line going down the block, down Melrose. And, like, um... You know, we were just kind of, I was just kind of hanging out outside because, you know, um, that's what you do at these things. So you hang out outside. And, like, I saw this fucking brony, like, walk, you know, you know, um, like, walking down. Then he did, like, the, like, fist in the air, like, saying, and just kind of yelled, you know, West Coast bronies. Oh, <laughs> no. That's 
scary. And wow. I was and I, just, I I was dumbfounded. I wow. just stood there and I just like kind of walked watched him walk down and I was just like Wow. The proud man. They are. Yeah. Brony strong. Brony. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, you know. You're one of the few females that are doing yeah. toy figures, right? I mean, I, there I is, so. there is Ayako a, from UMO, like you yeah. said, but the, who else is there? Well, there especially in, the, especially uh, in America. Like, there, yeah. it's a very male-centric kind of scene here. There's a whole lot in China. Like, there's a lot of female designers. Oh, cool. There, yeah. Actually, that was one of the things I was kind of like surprised by was um, the one time I went to Shanghai Toy Show. You were there. Yeah, you had a booth. Yeah. You know <laughs> how 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 was? What do you think of the Chinese market? Uh, it was overwhelming. It made me feel really small because there's all these people that actually like I was like friends with them like a year prior to this show, and they were just starting out. And then I went to the next show and it's like, wow, they blew up and they're doing crazy well. And it's like, I'm super happy for them. But at the same time, it's like, oh my God, like really intimidating to see someone grow so quickly in that scene. And, yeah. yeah. And then you, you can't help but like compare yourself but to their progress. I think a lot would say that about you here though. They'd be like, oh my God, she's just only doing this for a few years and look at her now, right? I think she's on fucking Robot and the Bear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I have a feeling it's the other way around too here for, you know, people see like you, you went really quick on, you know, do, making, you said in the first year you did two toys, right? Yeah. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's rad. But do, do you, I mean, like, you know, from my experience um, and from what I gathered after talking to, like, the, the company that I worked with and everything like that, like, you know, the um, – do you feel like the Chinese market is kind of isolated, you know, from, like, everything else? Like, obviously, yeah. like, they, they really – I mean, like, Hot Toys is fucking huge over there. But, like, you know, like, I don't – like, I, I remember looking around uh, with uh, the exception of Molly by mm. – well, who created Molly? What was his name? Like Peter, I don't remember what his name is. Yeah, I, I know like, what it is though. Yeah, yeah. All the names are escaping me right now. Right. I know who you're talking Wait, it's about. three C's, man. <laughs> by the three C, by the three C master. Um, but like um, he, um, like there, like it. I just like looked around and I was like, you know, like I. What what is going on here? Who are these people? And I don't understand Molly. I don't understand why it's so popular at all. It's just like a I. girl. It's like a girl, like a doll. And it's not even a very it. cute one. No, it's not. <laughs> but it's so popular. Like they have it in vending machines now. Wow. And yeah. Yeah. Fucking. I remember like um, yeah. Did, did what? Did you talk? What did you go up to the like on the the first year when we we were both there? Did mm-hmm. you go? Did you do that thing? You went to the the dinner party that they had yeah, yeah. yeah like they uh did you did you listen to his discussion the of his the speech i hate listening to those <laughs> it's just them saying like look at how much money we made right. <laughs> look at how successful we but are. He, he was they were talking he was talking about like his plans for getting these collectibles out across china was yeah. through vending machines they could because they could instead of having to open up brick and mortar like locations all across you know China, which is fucking huge, right. you know, they would just put up vending machines and put like, you know, have it, you know, ready to go there. They said way. they wanted to be big, like Lego, like they want wow. to be on that scale. Wait, which, which company? Popmart. Popmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're- As opposed to Pop Life, who are like a um, division of Mind Style, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely yeah. different. Completely different. Yeah. Wow. 
you know, but I guess uh, Chinese people are all about the hype. That's actually another thing that I keep on hearing about it, hearing is that like, you know, the Chinese market is a very immature market, you know, in the sense that like, you know, you know, modern Chinese culture has only been around since the 1970s. You know, like, you know, if you, you know, maybe less. Is that possible? Well, after Nixon opened up China. Oh, OK. You know. and, and I feel like even that that has stages from there to now, like big stages. Yeah. 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 But like um, the, um, you know, because they don't have like, you know, the, you know, a pop, uh, world popular, popular world culture, like from Hollywood or, you know, wherever had never really kind of, or were really late into getting into China. A lot of the, like the, especially a lot of the weird references, like say Star Wars, like Star Wars isn't very popular in China because Star Wars never got into China when it was released. Mm-hmm. You know, um, right. you know, meanwhile, Marvel is huge in China because Marvel just kind of came in, in the last 10 years. So I don't know, but like apparently like people only buy things because of like hype. You know, I mean, you say the same thing about America too. Sure. You know, it's yeah. you know, people. That's a different hype. It feels like that hype is out of control in China. Then it just drops like badly. Yeah, right? I've totally noticed yeah. exactly what you're saying. So yeah. they buy stuff not because they purely are like in love with this design or anything. It's just because it's hyped up and they want what's cool and popular. That's all they care about. And then right. they'll move on to the next thing. They'll they'll drop you like right. the next month yeah. and be on to the next hype train. Absolutely. You know, I mean like, you know, that's I mean that's kind of like the game that like the people your friends who are who did like see massive like exponential growth, you mm-hmm. know, um, are risking mm-hmm. like in the sense that like, yeah, there might be like, you know, to, in 2017, they're fucking starting 2018. They're like on God level yeah. in 2019. They're nothing, you know, that, Maybe. that's the, 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 I mean, that kind of potential is there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It can happen. And then with the American market, I noticed like for toys, the collectors, they might not have as much of a disposable income as these Chinese collectors, but when they're your fan, they're loyal and they'll usually stick around for a really long time. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I, uh, like, I, I, considering like looking at my say social media, like I do not have a shit ton of followers. I'm like, I think I'm, I'm okay. You know, mm-hmm. but the thing is, is that like, I think because they, a lot of these people are, you know, there's that, that loyalty kind of thing. And as long as I continue producing a product that like lives up to their expectations, then like, you know, I can, I feel like I can be able to continue like supporting myself, you know, but I want to get on that cause level. (laughs) 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 I want to get, I want to get that. I want to get that sweet, sweet, sweet fucking like, you know, sweet, sweet China money. You want some of that yuan. Yeah. That yuan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You want you, know? you want to get you want to be popular on the Weibo, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and WeChat and the WeChat, yeah. you know. Damn. Well, what about the Chinese? You know, you, uh, you visit Japan a lot. Is yeah. there like how uh, how have you done? And uh, have you been like selling your stuff through the Japanese market? Yeah, I have a good amount of Japanese fans as well, mm-hmm. and um, I went to what was it Design Festa, the awesome. one in uh, was that December that I went last time. Was yeah. that the, was that at a big site? Yeah, yeah. Really I've, been, cool. I've been to that a bunch of times. Yeah, well, a bunch meaning four, but that's uh, a bunch. I want to go yeah. back, but it's like hard to get a booth there. But oh, yeah. it was really cool. 
that whole like area is like so futuristic looking like the building it looks like it's from the future yeah. <laughs> is that the one with like the upside down triangle yeah. yeah 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 it looks mm. so cool yeah 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 well, cool i didn't even know that was still going on yeah so we, we put that giant robot like the magazine a long time ago mm. and, you know because i went to that and i was like holy shit like the craft level in japan was like um 10 times or 100 times more than what's here right so you'd go to like any craft event here and i was like oh look at these shitty everything right yeah and then i went to design fest and i'm like oh my god look at this level it's like 10 times better it's like tokyo hands on Seriously. steroids it was amazing and then um and then I we you know I took a bunch of photos and I published it and I, so many people that were crafty people looked at it and went oh my god like mm. what the like level high you know yeah. and these are like young people there making shit and yeah then here and this, this this is about maybe more than fifteen years ago wow but so like design fest I went to design design fest and was just blown out of my mind I was like oh my god look at this yeah the level of craftsmanship yeah. that they put into everything you can tell they really love what they're doing yeah. we've gotten, they put like their heart it's and gotten soul better it's it. gotten better here though i think a lot better but it was if really bad for i a go while. to like a craft fair in sacramento it's like oh, going to different. be mlm stuff yeah. wait what's like mlm multi-level marketing <laughs> oh what does that mean so that's like pyramid scheme stuff. Oh. They're like, I'm selling my leggings. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, like, you know, with Etsy, like kind of well, like Etsy, yeah. like, you know, you're, you're beginning better. to see a much like higher level of kind of craftsmanship. But I always kind of felt like I think I like heard something somewhere that like, you know, to they, you know, in Japan, they kind of have like a, a hobby culture that has been kind of missing in the in the United States, whether it's like you know felting to model making, the to, felting shit is like on point there. You're right. Yeah, little children can make that shit, but we can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it, 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 I think I've never actually like handled a felted kind of thing because I, I always kind of imagined it'll just fall apart in your, in, if you're, in your hands if you like touch it for too long. I don't know. I don't know. Like, there was the felted <laughs> steak in our and Let's Eat show. Oh, that was amazing. That thing was yeah. amazing. Yeah. You know, but like I, yeah. uh, hmm, I don't know. So, well, so are you? You're you're getting into Japan. You know, you're getting mm-hmm. into China. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, Design Festa. What did did you have a booth there, or did you just kind of walk around and check it out? Oh, uh, so I sold my stuff at Kanatsu's booth. Um, I was. Uh, lucky enough to have the opportunity to work with her manager and he gave me some of her toys to paint and so I did you know some crazy like custom painted ones sold them at the booth they sold out like instantly it like felt great like seeing them fly off the shelf and then I just had like you know the next two days where I could just explore and check it out wow isn't that festival like I think there's a there's one in like China too like wasn't there like one I think like a couple of years ago when I went to um Shanghai Toy Show they also had like a design fest like which is like a Chinese version of the Japanese one like they you know brought their That sounds really familiar. I don't yeah. remember though. Yeah. You know, and actually Kid Robot were had a booth there. Yeah. You know, and um I remember walking around it and I was just like uh, like Shanghai Toy Show a lot more because it's more indie. You know, and their thing was a lot more like kind of. You think Shanghai Toy Show is indie <laughs> compared to that one? Yes. Wow. You know, like you know this one that that one had like 
like huge distribution network kind of like you know, stuff going like 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 say, I said Kid Robot was there and they had like Bandai was there and you know hmm. but like nothing with nothing interesting you know nothing that I considered interesting but yeah. like and then they had a small section due for the like hand you know crafted kind of stuff wow you know, so some of the other cool toy shows in Japan well not just toy but like kind of like art and craft fairs is a wonder festival i've been to that yeah so it's cool how they had two separate areas so one was like indie tables and then the other side was a whole big additional area that was it was a wonder fest by the way it wasn't it wasn't a design so yeah it had two different rooms right or something yeah yeah, yeah. i I went i went there and i saw the same i saw that yeah yeah lots of good sofu b oh yeah and they had there's a lot of of garage kits right like model model kits tons of that yeah also very yeah, it is very cool and then also super festival that i've never been to so it's yeah. really small um and it's i think it's mostly just sofubi wow mm. yeah what, and that's in japan yeah super fest wow mm. so you know one of the things that like in the art toy community that comes up is the difference between sofubi and soft vinyl mm-hmm. soft vinyl of course is made in china using a similar process to you know um to that but I was wondering if you had an opinion about it. Uh, well, they generally say sofubi is a Japanese word, so you should be using it for a product that's actually made in Japan. But uh, technically, soft vinyl is the same thing as sofubi. It's the material is the same. And if the processing is the same, too, if it's uh, done with slush casting, they're using the same materials, the same manufacturing process. I feel like you can kind of interchangeably say sofubi or soft vinyl if someone's maybe not familiar with one term or the other. Like in Japan, they will just say like soft vinyl, sofubi interchangeably. Mm. It's even, not really Even if it's deal. from China? Yeah, um, some people don't care at all about like the difference of whether it's made in China or Japan. Some people care a lot about it. It's really just up to you. Do you think it's a bigger deal in America than it is in Japan? I think so. Yeah. You know, because like um, from what I like, what uh, I've heard is a lot of more like Japanese designers are like having their stuff made in China because the turnaround in japan is so long yes and there's such a high demand for these japanese you know um pourers pourers you know and meanwhile china has the resource the the ability to like get it out get it get it done much quicker yeah and most of the sofubi factories in japan are just like mom and pop like really tiny factory like probably even smaller than this room Mm. small room what no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding (laughs) i'm kidding smaller (laughs) Um, so david horvath says made in japan only (laughs) he said uh, bandai japan makes soft like like soft vinyl power rangers in china mm. yeah but he said but made in japan we'll sofubi like, is is the only real thing medicom oh. that's his opinion oh. medicom yeah. is all made in china, china. yeah yeah that's not sofubi actually my friend ash is the guy the in between the guy, uh, works for medicom and mm-hmm. is constantly traveling to um china, china. Yeah. you know mm-hmm. to check on their factories i just think the fi- if the final product is rad that's all that really kind of matters yeah. all right and I don't it's know. so hard when you I want like something this. made in japan and you're waiting like over a year that's to crazy. get it 
mm-hmm. made, then Speak, it's just yeah. like you just have to make the right business decision here because by the time the design comes out, maybe it's old news, maybe someone's already made it, you know, like mm. so it's, or something similar, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I um made uh I don't know. I I did a I did Sufubi a long time ago. Like I did um with a company called um In the Yellow, who I think were part of another larger company i can't remember the name of it i think was it in the yellow yeah it, it was in the yellow also did something with another company oh uh, i know uh, you're talking about it's it's um i forgot now i'm sorry yeah, it was called the it was the uh, kaiju for grown-ups yeah um stuff i think yeah. in the yellow it was that one dude though for yeah. his name yeah I- ishi <laughs> ishi yeah, yeah that's and, it um, you know but like you know this was like 2000 and maybe like 2007 2008 you know and like i i had no idea what like like this is before like i i never even heard of safubi at the time you know i you know but like you know suddenly like it just kind of blew the fuck up you know and uh, in the art toy you know scene at least so yeah Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucking, like, I, I found, like, a backlog of all of, of all these old, like, uh, unsold figures that I had, like, and I just got rid of them for, like, you know, like, $75 each. And I, I probably should have, like, you know, tried to flip them for 150 or something like that, you know, because it's, like, older. It's, like, antique. You know, Damn. You know, antique Luke Chu. Antique Luke Chu. Yeah. So do you make a living kind of doing toys and art and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, I do this full time wow. now. So I I transitioned. Like I was doing my graphic design work for like a while part time. And then I when I realized that I could make potentially more doing just focusing on my artwork, then I quit my job and now I'm doing this and just fully relying on that. But is it is it um, actually any 2D art that's part of it, or is it mostly just doing, like, 3D stuff? The skills, they work together. So uh, it helps to also have the 2D art skills, like, for when I'm designing a toy, then you want to do, like, the header artwork. And oh. when you're at these events, people like to watch you drawing, and they like to ask for, like, paintings and drawings and sketches while you're there. So it definitely helps. Um, I would like to get more like into doing like 2d paintings and see that part of my work like really take off um but it's way more difficult i think takes more time maybe it takes a lot of time i'm really slow at paintings that's probably like my biggest problem but also i it seems like it's harder to make a living that way in sacramento especially yeah, but I mean, I'm international now. <laughs> it's like, you know, you sell stuff online. So. Well, don't, don't you feel that, like, the ge- geography plays a, a big role in, like, you know, your uh, your own personal exposure? I think, like, if I lived in L.A., then maybe things would progress faster just because I'd have more opportunities to attend events and meet people. And uh, so I could see the benefit of that for mm-hmm. sure. Like, there could be – there's everything happens here, so – I could be attending a lot more things and meeting more people and make more connections that way. Absolutely. I, uh, cause I've, I've met so many artists that like wanted to believe that because of the internet and social media, they could, they could essentially like live wherever they want, you know, they could escape, you know, the, meeting people in person. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Know, Is that and, true? 
No. No, right? <laughs> yeah, even even with all the technology, it's just still not doesn't work, huh? No. Yeah. I mean, like, unless your name and your brand is on that level. Well, it means you got there somehow already, so. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, if you're, I think, that, like, being where the activity is definitely helps, you know, you're just having a presence and, like, running around and, like, you know, talking it with other people, meeting up with your colleagues makes a huge difference. And just like exposure to all the stuff that's going on. Like Eric was saying that he went to like the book fair, you know, and it's like, I wouldn't be exposed to that. Like in Sacramento, I wouldn't be able to just go. And you know, like, you never know. It might be the same exact thing. You're going to Sacramento. Like, what was I looking at? And maybe it's from Sacramento. Okay. I had no, I had no idea. We have a few fairs for stuff like random art things. And they're really just boring. Yeah. <laughs> not good quality stuff so when you sculpt do you sculpt like like clay and to create the um general like um or do you do it all like in 3d like? well so i didn't sculpt this one this mm. one was sculpted by uh jorge max Winey. um because i'm not a very good sculptor but i sculpted these ones um and i did it with clay yeah, wow. but a Jorge, lot. Jorge Max Winey is his name. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's an interesting. <laughs> Do you know name. him? No. Wow. He does two D paintings now mostly. Um, mm. Yeah, not so much known for his uh, sculpting work. Oh, yeah, like I've never sculpted any of my own stuff before. It's really difficult. Um, I prefer to just hire a sculptor because it would take me so much time to get good at sculpting. And like it would just be, it, seems, it feels like a waste of time. Right. Yeah. If you if you know someone who is very like, especially like taking something and taking it all the way to production, mm-hmm. because you know there's like things you have to consider like where it's cut. Yeah. You know, um, understanding the process well enough to like you know make sure that like you know because I was looking at this uh, piece of yours and I was like, how did they pull this thing out of the wall? Uh, yeah. So this is really complicated. Like it should not exist. Like they, the factory kept trying to tell me like, do not try to turn this into Sofubi. Like, cause it's just such a weird shape. Um, like did they pull from here? Like, okay. So, or do they pull out like that? So the, if you had the body, imagine there's like a big, like vinyl cup that comes off of it right. and it's like poured into there and like pulled out this way, I think. And then, then they have to push, they have to rain, push each one of these little pieces. Yeah. They all kind of like pop out. <laughs> yeah, they, they're all misshapen, wow. you know, from the mold. Cause that, like that looks like something that would come out of a two piece mold, not a, yeah, know, not like a, cause Sufubi is literally like, they just literally like it's hot vinyl on a hot mold and they pull it and, and they pop it out. But these little, um, so that, so that piece is two pieces. No, this no. is a three, one, five. Six oh, pieces. it's that many. Wait, yeah. The, the arms the, too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Duh. And the tail. So it doesn't have yeah, much tail, mobility. One, two, yeah. Really? The oh, only yeah, yeah. thing that turns five, is six, the head. Oh, six pieces. Yeah. Or something like that. But, I, yeah, yeah. But I wanted wow. the movement to be in the body. So, like, it can be standing still, but it feels like it's moving still. Mm, so, mm. I had to sacrifice, like, actual, like, playability. Uh, you know, like, to, you couldn't get the, keep, get the hands to, yeah, or the arms. Because I, I wanted them to be, like, in that exact pose. But because of that, then, you know, if you wanted the arms to move, they'd have to be, like, sticking out of the body mm, awkwardly, kind right. of. Yeah. But it was kind of like a, 
kind of a marvel that it was like able to happen and be pulled in yeah, so uh, just looking at like all these pieces i'm just like whoever fucking cast that thing hates you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it weighs so much vinyl from what i've heard um not only like in each piece like if it's not pulled correctly he has to throw it out and start wow. over but also like uh yeah just so much waste from the vinyl like in making this piece that actually like it's really expensive mm. the like factory cost for it is super expensive like it would be the same price to pull a sofubi piece that's like this big you know mm-hmm. the, but then like it has like the the perfect like round joints and it's like you know big round and like chubby body that's easy to pull for sofubi right and it's like the same cost as this one so do you have suggestions for a person listening who's wants to get into making toys because there's there's yeah. it's always a thing that i ask people because uh there's no one way to do it oh like how to get started sure doing it yeah uh the easiest way is to start making resin because you can do it in your own like house you know um that's what Pat said, right? From Monkey King. Yeah. I believe yeah. he said that too. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like for me, I got started because people offered to me to design. So it was kind of like easier for me, like <laughs> for better or for worse. But um, yeah, if you want to get into like making Sofubi, it's good to learning start learning the skills for resin because it is kind of a similar idea where you have to be able to pull it from the mold in a mm-hmm. certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some people are able to then take their resin and use it as a prototype and then produce it into vinyl. From wow. There. Awesome. Well, with resin, you could... All, I mean, like, the molds aren't designed to, like, last longer than a certain number of pulls anyways. So, like, you know, you could be able to do nice limited edition kind of runs let people see what you're all about. And then usually like a company, like, will if they like what you do, they'll kind of like approach you and go like, Hey, yeah. how about vinyl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but That's like, right. you know, so well, you, you mentioned that you're more interested. You're, you're kind of hoping that you could get your, your um, painting career, like yeah. a little bit more to the place where your um, sculpture stuff is um, at. Um, have you thought about like, like what, uh, like, have you, how you can do that? Yeah. How are you doing? How how are you approaching that? So I tried to do that this year. I just, um, accepted more invitations to art shows and just forced myself to like start painting more. Um, yeah. So it worked out okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I, in general, I just need to like get better at it, get faster at it. And, um, not only like accept invitations to art shows, but proactively asking galleries to include me in their shows. That's the hard part. Swallow that pride. Oh, I'm uh, I'm perfectly fine with giving up my pride as <laughs> if it'll help me like in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I thought you were more shy and stuff. I guess not. No, I will proactively do things to like help my business because that's like, that's my whole thing. Like it's all me. Like I'm doing all this by myself. Like it's, uh, yeah. I like, I do every facet of my business myself. So cool. (laughs) I think when I first met you, was it true? I think 
It was at Decon. I think somebody tried to give you a hug and you said, I don't do that or something. I don't know if that was Is that true? Me, no. Is that you? I would probably just reluctantly like accept the hug. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait a second. It was a, is she a germophobe? But I wasn't sure. I don't think that was me. That was you. I think. Oh. I thought, I thought anyway. It was <laughs> Depends like, on who it is. Okay. Maybe that's, maybe that, that was, maybe, maybe you turned somebody away. That was the problem. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Well, when a person asks for a hug, that's just kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was right. weird. I remember I saw it and yeah. I was like, oh, that's weird. Unless you like do it in like in a weird, like, oh, give me a hug. All right. <laughs> you have a good, like, you know, that kind of way. Like, it's like, a, you know, it's just yeah. kind of like, you know, like. I think, you, I thought, I think, I swear, I thought you told the person, oh, yeah, I don't really do that or something like that. I don't, that doesn't sound like me. Really? really. Okay. Yeah, because that's like, everybody that hug candy. Everybody, no. everybody oh hug candy Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. She is, she's wearing an invisible free hugs fucking no. yeah, sandwich oh board on her. <laughs> Don't put that out. <laughs> it's out there. Do we have any questions? No. Um, oh. no, no audience questions. Just um, a lot of comments about like, Superfest is great, man. <laughs> like stuff like that. It is great. Yeah. Wait, when are some? Uh, are there any cons going, happening around the time I'm going to be in, around, like, in the middle of December? I think Design Festa might be going on. It happens in the middle of December, though. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't remember. When, is, when does Comicet happen? Oh, I that's don't know. that's at the end, isn't it? The at end of the year. Okay. Like like December 31st like, type shit. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe it's like right at the end. Oh, because yeah. Uh, well, I'm, yeah, I'll be back in the country by, like oh. right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know, but. Yeah, Comicet's wild. If anyone yeah. in, out there in Japan listening, let me know. And, and PM Desi- me. Design Festa was uh, twice a year before, so I don't really know if it's still twice a year. I think it is, yeah. yeah. used to be twice. And then sometimes they had one well, one year, and I was just like, oh, I can't keep track of. What is a Comicet like? Do they have like doujinshi? There? Yes. Okay. Like thousands. Oh yeah, and thousands and thousands of people, and I think like hundreds of people, hundreds of thousands of people go. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it's kind of insane. I just want to yeah. like go and find the the, the, the poo cr- comic. Uh, well, the, something it's to top. What, like it's this, there. I have the poo comic. I just like you know. Okay, so like the first time I went to Japan, mm-hmm. I went to Mandarake, <laughs> you know, and I like was looking for the most insane like manga I I could find. Like yeah. sexual manga, yeah, you know, and I found two of them, okay. and um, one of them it was a magical girl, like the cover's a magical girl with like a leg, like uh, legs propped up and a funnel put inside her, and insects being dropped inside the funnel. No, oh, <laughs> no, and wow. I was like, I was like, okay, oh, like man. this is um, like this is pretty crazy, you know. Yeah. Um, I so I picked that one up, and then another one was just like all these schoolgirls. You know, like with poo everywhere. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you know? Awesome! And like, I have not opened that one. I opened the other one, and uh, it's it's kind of what I expected, which oh. is a lot of insect rape. Oh. But like, oh, you know, oh. but like, um, disg- some people have that without doing it on purpose, which is even more disgusting. Oh. Yeah. But like the the poo one, I have never opened. Like I, the cover is enough and the, the, the front and back covers are enough for me to go, okay, wow. I get it. This is, wow. this is like way Ooh. beyond anything I would it's, ever like, you know. It's like they saw Tub Girl and they're like, that's my thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, or, you know, well, there was another one. It, uh, it was like, we did get one question, by the way. Oh. 
Wait, wait, tell me about this other one that you're talking about. It was another Japanese Super Sentai inspired or Magical Girl inspired shit eating porn. Oh. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) No, that's the kind of thing that I would want to look for. Like, I don't know if I'd buy it, but I'm like, yeah, just interested by their creativity. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, I would buy it just because it is so insane. Like, I can't believe, like, there was a printer that printed this stuff yeah you know and, well, and the artist who painstakingly like drew uh, and i'm sure they it's like the art is probably really like gorgeous oh yeah like, it's all it's all co- digital color too yeah. it's wow. really like you wow. know and, like they like uh, it's over the top and like that's just from the fucking cover like and this guy has the skill to like paint the mona lisa but he's like Oh yeah, this this guy can Scott probably <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here comes some questions. Have you ever tried ketchup chips? Is that a Japanese thing? I don't even know no. what that is. <laughs> I've seen them, I think, but I've never I think I've seen them because okay. I usually look for that shit. You know? All right. Well, okay, bad question. Okay, n- next question. Uh, from Real Bilton. Is that the same guy? <laughs> okay, anyway. So he he asks best con- Japanese convenience store. We can all probably have a pick there. Okay. I say Family Mart because of their Fami Chicky. What's that? <laughs> it's like a, a chicken breast that's like deep fried and they sell it in like the hot, you know, area, the right. hot food area. Usually right by the counter. And it yeah. says on it like, uh, juicy, the boneless type or something Whoa. like really like Englishy <laughs> on it, but it's really good. Wow. 7-Eleven for me. 7-Eleven for me. Yeah. Really? 7-Eleven has a lot of their own products you know, that they make. So it's kind of, um, I guess they all do. Right. But I like Seven Eleven. I like it because yeah. it has, um, it beats family. The, Mart. It's the, the convenience of it. And they all have the international ATMs. So if I want oh. to like withdraw cash, you know, I, with my debit card, oh, yeah, I yeah. could, you know, I, I know I could count on a Seven Eleven having, true. You, know. you don't like Seven Eleven as much. Well, I'm like always happy to see a Seven Eleven because I know they have the ATM oh, there that you yeah. can use. But like, <laughs> if I was like picking a number two, I'd say it's Lawson. Lawson's? Oh. How about Natural Lawson's? You ever see that? I haven't yeah. seen okay. it actually. But I still think Seven Eleven's better than all of them, in my opinion. Well, I have a yeah. Lawson's tip, and that is that if you want to go to the Ghibli Museum. All you need to do is oh. go to the Lawson's across the street from there, and you could buy your tickets for like the next day or mm. like uh, like later on that week there instead of like doing the queuing up a month months ahead right. of time to wow. get the tickets. Wow. Like, I, I had another in on that one, but that person's gone now. Oh. Meaning, any moment, just hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, when I went, I didn't. I didn't even have a ticket. Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, I well, like, yeah, when I went, I went one time with my friends who got, like, tickets, like, through, like, whatever channels, and then, like, my friend Patrick, who was on the show, Patrick from Monkey King, w- flew into town, and he wanted to go to the Ghibli Museum, and I just went, ran across the street to the Lawson's, you know, picked up some tickets, and, you know, like, for... Like, you were the, the hero. And, yeah. I was hero a, Luke. I was again. a hero. Complex I, Con <laughs> hero, getting four tickets, and now this. Yep. You know how yeah. there's like a specific time that you're supposed to show up on the ticket. One time we were like 10 minutes late and the oh. guy like checking our ticket was like, ah, oh, but you're 10 minutes late. And we were like, oh God, is he not going to let us in? But he's like, it's okay this time. And he oh. like let us in. I was so, that would be so mean if they turned us away. It's because being... of, you know, you, 
it's because you're not Japanese. No, but they <laughs> let us in. <laughs> no, I understand why they do that. They're really strict with the tickets so that they don't want like overcrowding because they want you to have like a nice, calm experience there. They, so. I thought they were like, he just felt bad for the non Japanese, you know. Oh, uh, I know. mean, it could be that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why you got away like, with it. They don't understand our ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, another question uh, David Horvath, Ugly Dolls Man, asks, uh, what territory does Candy think is the one to focus on for the toys between U.S., Japan, and China? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Like, if you just want to, like, blow up and see yourself become, like, the new, like, hyped-up thing, try to focus on China. But it's hard. Like, I think that you would have to know Chinese or have someone helping you that speaks Chinese to help you like get into like the whole WeChat, like social media thing and whatever else they use Weibo. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, so that's like a crazy growing market. Some people are saying it's a bubble though, and it's going to burst. So I don't really know. I can't tell the future. I'd say that Japan and America are more stable markets and you'll find fans that will stick around for like your lifetime pretty much. Have you done checked out the Korean market? Yeah, I went there for um what is it like art toys something? Right, yeah. I I, I keep getting like weird like invitations to buy a booth for that thing oh, and I'm yeah. like I don't buy So boots. I went one time, I just caught like the tail end of it. And um, my friend Rato Kim, who does Sofubi as well, she uh, told me about this place. And I don't think she went that time that I actually attended. Um, but from what I've heard, she told me that they it's more of like a place where you sell little inexpensive items like stickers and patches and pins and people aren't looking to spend like hundreds of dollars on toys there mm. and um, my friend was telling me that in general that's kind of like korea's whole attitude about toys they don't see it as a worthwhile thing to invest your money into but they still appreciate like the artistry and they might think that like your stuff looks really cool they don't want to like invest in a toy but they'll buy like a little postcard you know like some mm, some little I cheap see. thing yeah wait would you call it investing in the toy or just buying it because you like it well sometimes it's kind of like an investment because you know in the back of your head you're like well if i'm on hard times i can sell this toy on ebay oh wow mm. I, I usually don't yeah that doesn't even enter my mind with toys unfortunately i mm. just get something because i like it i'm like oh it's cool but yeah i never think of the selling like i'm like I guess you can sell your stuff again in the aftermarket. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there. I don't think you could sell it at all. Is that is that true, you think? Like some people's toys, there's no aftermarket, is there? Yeah, I mean... I'm going to guess no on some of it, but I don't know. Probably not, yeah. I'm probably like DesignerCon, there's only a handful of booths out That's there that saying. can like, you yeah. know, have a, uh, a flippable kind of thing. Yeah, and it's bad if too many people are flipping your toy, but at the same time, like, you want a healthy amount of, like, aftermarket value for sure, because that's how you have the hype behind your stuff. Word. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been, you've also done Taiwan. yeah. I was just at a Taipei Toy Festival. I did that right before I made my trip to Japan. Mm. And that went really well. Actually, um, Taipei Toy Festival is really fun. And 
and um, it's a small one. Yeah, it well, it it's pretty small. It's two buildings now. Um, oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Is it still in that same place across from Wrong Gallery? Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. like always going to be there. I think. Nice, nice. Yeah. So it, it sounds like it's gotten bigger. Yeah, because they expanded to the building across the way, oh. and then also the top floor of that building is being used. Too. Oh wow! So it's like three times the size of like fucking like five six five years ago or six years ago when i went oh really yeah wow um yeah because when i went it was only one little section when you went was it so packed that it was hard to walk around no okay because that's how like the the main like original building where they like started it all like um in that building like Every day, you can't walk around in there. There's so many people. Wow. Mm. Things have changed, Luke. Certainly you need to get back like, there. <laughs> yeah, but, you but know. Those, I, are, those also are your peeps. Well, you know, okay. So, this, uh, let me know how you feel about, uh, uh, about this, Candy. Um, basically, the way I, I kind of saw it was, like, I, I was talking to Ben uh, from 3D Retro about, you know, the Chinese market. And I was saying, like, look, you know, it's there's a lot of crazy shit going on there, you know. But like, if you don't have the hype behind you, mm-hmm. it you're just fucking throwing money into a hole, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, it's probably smarter for um, like a company who, like, you know, I mean, you're going in as an individual artist, mm-hmm. you know. But like for a company like 3D Retro or Monkey King to actually booth up at a in China, like, you know, it's you know, it just doesn't seem like a great idea. It's better to just go there and headhunt, look for her talent and try and yes. like, you know, with, you know, shower them with promises of like having an American presence. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely artists there looking for that because they're, they know that like they're hot right now in China, but they're worried that that's going to go away. So they, they're looking for those American fans and wow. yeah. So it's appealing to them. I think that, a good way to go about it would be looking for talent and, you know, looking for artists to collaborate with because right. then it, you know, gets your foot in the door. People will recognize your name when you right. go over there. Because, like, when you when you go to, like, uh, when you're doing a con, you, I know, like, the time we were out there, you were sh- you shared a booth with a friend. You yeah. Know? And, you know, it didn't seem like you were carrying, like, you know, like, boxes and boxes and boxes. It seemed like you probably just had a suitcase full of your own product and, you know, you were able to travel out there relatively affordably yeah i just i bring just a suitcase and that's it um well because i specialize in mostly like the customized toys that are like really heavily painted like i spend a lot of time on one piece and then they end up selling for a pretty high amount Mm -hmm. and it's a good market for that kind of thing you'll find those collectors out there that want like that one the the one-off you know highly collectible piece and they just happen to have like the disposable income for it. Mm, mm. So have you like painted up a bunch of mollies yet? <laughs> <laughs> I painted like two mollies. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> were they the first one, first things to go? Hmm? Were, uh, they, were, they, were they the first things to go? Well, it was like, uh, an official like instinct toys collaboration. Oh. It was like an auction piece. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then the, another one was a commission. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's cool. You know, it's a, I've always been kind of curious about like how they, um, that like the, 
you know, customizing kind of, you know, thing kind of worked just because mm-hmm. I've haven't, I never really like personally, like, you know, done it outside of like maybe like one little piece in a show at like tag gallery mm-hmm. back when to- toy gallery was around, you know, but like, you know, it, I mean, it, it seems like such a different kind of scene because like, you know, you are like, I mean, you're just kind of like, you know, using painting techniques and stuff like that to customize uh, a piece. I, I don't think you're actually going in there with a the magic sculpt and, you know. I have done that a few times, but I don't specialize that because I'm not a very good sculptor. But like my friend Remji, who I was sharing the booth with when mm. you saw me, she has been doing a lot of that recently. Mm. And her stuff is amazing. She's a really good sculptor. Mm. If you want to check her out on Instagram, it's Remji Malham. R E M J I E. I think it's underscore M A L H A M. Rem G Malham. Yeah. yeah. But uh, she's been doing a lot of that recently. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there's only there's cool. only a handful of people I can think of who are good at that. Yeah. She yeah. did a Negora recently that's like amazing. Oh, that's cool. Do you know what the original looks like? I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I actually have one of the old, old, old ones that like um, were done. Uh, I forgot who did them, uh, but it came crazy. with a rat. It came with a rat. Um, oh, yeah. that was a Max Toy one. Yeah. yeah. That was an older one. So, do you do you make plans for like uh, years, or is it more mostly just kind of going with it? You know, whatever, six months at a time. Um, yeah. I plan, I try to at least plan like three months ahead of time. Oh, that's not that much. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure if you've got like longer plans to like, you know, work on things now for five years down the line type of thing. No, no not at all. Yeah. It's yeah. really just like whatever is like right in front of me at the moment. That's all I can focus on. Awesome. All right. Well, how are you, how are you doing on time? Past the two. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Wow. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. We're at, yeah, we're past two. Nice. Yeah. Well, Candy Bolton, thank you so much for coming wow. uh, on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, what what do you do? You have anything coming up? And you know, are you doing Designer Con and stuff? Yeah, I'll be at Designer Con booth uh, nine hundred twenty eight. I believe I'm sharing a booth with. Um, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> You forgot. Seymour Art, Peter Kelk. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if you want to show like his. Nah. Nah. Okay. Seymour nah. <laughs> Art. Yeah. And, okay. and again, like tomorrow uh, evening, yeah. we, people can come out and support you. I'll be doing out. my signing at the Hello Kitty store on Hollywood Boulevard. Is that wow. the one that Anch uh, painted up? Do you know Anch Movement? Um, you had them on the yeah. podcast, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, I know he did something Sanrio related, mm-hmm. but like, and it was in Hollywood, but I don't know whether or not it was a temporary thing or if it's a long running thing, you know? So is it mm-hmm. like a, like a Hello Kitty store store? Yeah. Like a straight up like Sanrio store. Hmm. Have you seen, you've, you've been inside, right? Yeah. I just oh. went in there today. I'll, 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 I can talk to you about it. Okay. Yeah. You know. Or you can just talk about it now. We'll listen. Uh, no, I'm no, no. I was, I was going <laughs> to dig up photos of like his thing and see oh. whether or not it was like the oh. same space. Nah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why. Like, put it down. Oh. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah. And wait, you. Candy Bolton, 
On Instagram. Yes. C-A-N-D-I-E Bolton. Uh, and then on Twitter, it's underscore mm-hmm. in between. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Candy underscore Bolton. But Instagram. You're going to use the grams. Yeah, use the grams. Use the grams. Yeah. Go to Gramtown. Fucking, yeah. you know, look at, the, <laughs> look at the artwork. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see you soon at Decon, but uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for yeah. having me. All right. All right.